0: Hey gang, for those of you who enjoy QF, a podcast about Howard Stern, and would like to donate to us just via PayPal, you can, using the email address johnnythegreek21 at gmail.com. You can check the link in the description for the spelling, and it's also here on the graphic, and if you'd like to do more in terms of uh, donations or subscriptions, you can use our Patreon account and subscribe via the black kluge level and you can receive our weekly content that we're putting only on patreon it's exclusive for that platform and um anything over five dollars is just gravy guys we love you thank you so much
1: hey why don't you rub your cock up against the phone let me see what kind of noise it makes i'm not gonna do that just do it it's a big deal
2: are you gay
1: which Howard are you talking to? The one who asked that question. Oh, no. I'm just trying to be entertaining. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm not gay. <laughs> Am I gay? Of course not. I have a wife.
0: <laughs> a lot of gay men have one.
1: Yeah, but come on. You know <laughs> me. You know I'm not gay. I'm just asking the guy how big his cock is.
2: Well, you're asking him to
1: rub it up against the phone.
2: And all you do is move of people. You do nothing. That's, you're a big homo.
3: That's not entirely true.
2: What do you do? Really? Not I'm
3: bisexual and I don't hoot off everybody.
1: People are gonna be shocked that you put out an exercise and diet book because they don't think of you that way, right? right they think right. about you. Well, that, but, not... but, but here you are today with It's is the book out now? Yep. Formula 50. is there a bunch of pictures of you with your shirt off so we no, can no, see no, no, your no. muscularity? Well, no, I didn't what, take myself off. Yeah, we gotta have an example. I want to no, see Rob, your Rob, muscular. Let's, let's look,
3: this is not about uh, this is not the Chippendale show, Robert. <laughs> are you very <laughs> If,
1: I, if you took off your clothes now, you were totally nude. Would I see a man who is in the prime condition of the You have to have up? him totally yeah, nude right now? Yeah. Wait, look, Would I'm you saying? mind being totally nude Must right now? You. Yeah, I'm not taking my clothes off. <laughs> please. I was
3: trying to give me a script here. Yeah, please, if you have some my... girls You bring up here Take off your clothes. Take, take your off your, your shirt. shirt. Let me I'm see what's in I'm not doing. taking my shirt off. I want to That's see if you that got guys.
1: That's when I watched the show, That's That's that I saw you had the porn stars up here. Yeah. And y'all
3: had the girls in here stripping and stuff like that. I'm like, me, you want to bring me here and make me a porn star? I want you nude right now. We got to be a yeah, Come on, man! I'm doing way too good for this kind of shit. How? Look
1: at you! Look at your ass! You're, you're so muscular. Do you have <laughs> muscles? Do you have muscles in your ass that you would like to show? I'm not doing this in, in a gay, gay way. I just want to. You know, I just want to see if it you're fat I just not want gay. to see. It's not gay. No, <laughs> so your The tip of your penis was over nine inches. No, right at the nine. Nine inches. Yeah. Is that? That's. You making me feel good, man? Because like when you nine, watch porno, those dudes is like a foot. Nine is perfect. Uh-oh. all right well uh, maybe that's, well, what? that's what
4: that's the secret I'm about to
2: get, wait hold on robin you <laughs> is, is nine perfect robin perfect. what does howard mean uh, by that you know exactly
1: <laughs> what i mean <laughs> my daughter's uh, 15 all her friends are like consumed with who's gay and it was that, yeah that's like a big that's thing. The new thing yeah right they think i'm gay <laughs> everyone's Thanks. gay
0: Welcome, everybody, to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, aka Jim Fix. Uh, and with me today is Raven. And we, we're wel- I'm welcoming everybody back to another breakdown, which we're kind of uh, trying to play catch up here, but it'll happen faster than you think. Welcome, Rave.
2: Hi, Fillmore. Hey, everybody. Good to be back.
0: Um, just to let everybody know, because I know uh, there have been uh, some, and I wouldn't say comments, but There's In the live threads, when uh, people have been wondering about breakdowns going forward, we are not going to be focusing on the scat stuff anymore uh, or Wilding's bullshit escapades because we think it just feeds their ego. And also a lot of people are just absolutely disgusted with this vomitous content so the same way we're not going to talk about um, whack packers let's say too much it depends on the circumstance we're going to leave some of that out just to a get a a get ahead of the game and get caught up more and faster and closer to p- modern day, but also because some of you guys have spoken, it you don't want to, you turn it off when it gets too vile and we don't blame you. So we we're going to improve. we're going to include a little of it for representation, but that's it. We're not going to go the whole hog because some of them, I mean, have been psychically damaging to us as well as some of you, I'm certain.
2: Right. And why would we want to feed Wiggy's ego? If he's listening and getting off on this once already on the show, why should we give him another chance to get off on it and, Mm -hmm. you know, pissing us off? So, fuck you, Wiggy. We're not doing it anymore.
0: Okay, so there's a couple clips from January 3rd that uh, Raven found, and this uh, was—explain the the purpose of playing these ones.
2: Okay, so I've been watching Beth's Instagram, and— Like today, for example, she had a litter of cats being born and the videos were really up close and really gross of the cats, you know, licking off the sack of the babies. Anyway, I noticed her voice wasn't in them. And normally you hear that whiny, you know, third grade voice all over these videos. She can't help herself but commentate while she's making them. So I noticed that there was no sound and one of the comments on the videos was staying quiet for mama's good or to help mama the cat. And um so I looked and I, I got to thinking it it really set off red flags back in January when he came back on air after his Christmas hiatus of like mm-hmm. nineteen days that um he was complaining about the air conditioning not working in his basement. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, it's like 20 <laughs> or 30 degrees right now in the Hamptons. Yeah. And I looked up the weather, and it was 78 to 84 that day in mm-hmm. Palm Beach. So that was pretty much a dead giveaway that he's got a new air conditioning system that's not working. And he was sweating his balls off, and he kept complaining about how hot it was. <laughs> now, we know as an anorexic, he runs cold. So what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah. And I think when you hear these clips, you'll agree with me that he's been down in Florida with the cats and beef looking, um, trying to make it look and t- and sound like on the radio that he's up in New York and
4: mm-hmm.
2: whatever bullshit that he can't go outside because it's too cold. So he doesn't do his walks anymore. And he's just on the Peloton or whatever bullshit. He's not well, even so on yeah, that. Probably supposedly. And uh, um,
0: one thing about the cats. When they do this switch from the Hamptons to Florida, do you think they bring cats with them? Or do you think they have someone looking after them while they're gone?
2: I think they're crated on the private jet when they fly down. Okay. I think they have handlers that fly with them. Uh And I think there are some cats left behind in the Hamptons bowling alley mansion that are taken care of by staff. Uh And they post videos with probably her approval onto Instagram.
0: Okay. Okay, that's I was just wondering your take on that. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to cut you off, please.
2: No problem. The other thing was that we read a couple months back that he was having a million dollars or two million dollars worth of work done to add like an outside entrance or some bullshit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But my guess is that he had a studio revamped. He mm-hmm. had his air conditioning revamped or the whole house. It sounds like all the controls in the house are like on one wand or one tablet. And his stupid ass can't even figure out how to work it. And it's it's a full mess. And I'm sure he he paid ridiculous amounts of money for this stuff. And I'm I'm just you know, conjecturing here, but he's probably got friends down there in other mansions that are like, oh, we use this guy, you should use him too. So it's like, you know, the air conditioning to the stars type of person who will come in, set it up, and then you hear him asking certain people for help. Yes. With his home stuff. Yeah. So these are names I've never heard before. I thought it was very interesting. And the clips aren't that long. They're like a minute and something, a minute and change each. But it just... I think it's fair to say because everybody's been asking is he in Florida or is he in New York? And I said I think he's in Florida. I have I'm looking for more proof. And this was something that came up in January and I didn't push it enough. I wanted to do it tonight and mm-hmm. kind of like get everybody assimilated to what we've been thinking and then just go forward with, mm-hmm. you know, all the bullshit that we've heard. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. First clip. <sighs>
1: Unbelievable. I, put, I I spent a fortune and I put a system in this house that, um, you know, to replace my old audio video system and this one worked. You're
4: getting a whole new
1: system? Ah, oh, forget it. It's, it's a fiasco. It's horrible. I'm, I'm sitting here now. I'm trying to see this little panel I have. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to turn it on and I can't and I'm trying to lower the air conditioning. It's 100
0: degrees in here and it doesn't work. <laughs> Okay. First off, <laughs> I love the juxtaposition right. of this this metal music and then this old fucker <laughs> looking at his looking at yeah. his you know technology like you're looking at a musket or something. Um, for the other thing is, um, he okay, he's technologically just retarded anyway. It's we know that, but recently, Completely. so in, in the clips I clipped for today's show, Jimmy Kimmel and him were talking about how Kimmel mentions. I actually go to Beth and Beth asks Jimmy for help, like uh, with in entertaining people, like what should we do in the house to make it easier for people to be here? And it almost sounded like, like Beth and and him need guest tutors. <laughs> like, like <laughs> we, don't, we don't, I don't have practice entertaining people because no one's allowed here in the compound, you know, in the Howard Hughes, uh, you know, in the whatever. Yeah landmark hotel and so um and then he's saying like well these are things to make your life more convenient more and easier i think number one is get a smaller fucking place you don't need these big mansions except for tax write-offs don't you (laughs) when all this all this time hobnobbing with stars don't you figure some of these things out yourself
2: i don't think anyone is willing to be honest with them except Uh for jimmy jimmy has a way about him that's kind of you know jokingly true and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Beth and wig kind of trust him because he knows all the famous people and he caters to them in his own home Mm -hmm. so much that he would be the one to be like, Oh, well I do this. This is fun. You could try this. Maybe, you know, whatever, relax your dinner time or just set up (laughs) food for people or have them schedule their own food. If they don't want to eat at your time or I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe He's those uh, dispense weirdo just, you know remember those coin dispensers where you put the quarter in and you turn doll the thing and then this big plastic bubble comes out and then whatever it is, is the toy like those right. little vending vending machines imagine the same thing but for like lucky yes. charms in the house uh for guests that are there like it's not <laughs> free you gotta actually put a quarter in for some <laughs> um so let's continue with the clip and every minute I'm rebooting is that a all whole these control
1: system?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: okay. yeah and look
1: I can't I can't get it to work. Oh geez. And I cut no air. What the fuck is going on?
2: Who does Fucking this work win. for you? I have to find... I hired, a whole, I hired a whole I new whole new. never hire
1: them. <laughs> Make sure you don't. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable.
0: Nothing works. Paid the guy a fortune. Upper echelon, like top 1% problems. Wah. I can't get my aircon working.
2: Exactly. exactly. He's after they get this yeah, go ahead. did they leave the country?
0: Uh, <laughs> I think so.
1: But I'm going Amish. I'm going to be like... <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, so much to say. Um uh, he's got the equivalent of like nine houses in one. Yeah. Wherever you're talking about Hamptons or Florida, he's got like 18,000 square feet. So if you take a 2,000 square foot house divided in 18, you got nine houses. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to heat and he's probably such a cheap miser that oh, yeah. he wanted it so he could turn off the air to all the rooms that aren't being used and only give like Beth and him and the you know maybe Consuela some air conditioning because it's yes. eighty-four down there and, and that's you know that's gonna heat up the house during the day. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's it's just crazy to me that he paid probably three times what it really was worth. And oh yeah, the people can charge him that because he doesn't know any better. No. And then they give him a system that he can't work. And he, he lies that he says he had the work done back in the summer
4: mm-hmm.
2: when he was in Florida. So he's trying to pretend, you'll get to that, that yeah. like he's in New York. It's And he, I think he can, gets confused himself in his own lies. So yes. let's just uh, play the next clip okay. and get into it.
1: And with me, everything should work because I'm a dangerous kind of guy. I mean, if I go on the air and announce your name, you're fucked. Right. you,
0: live, you know, everyone will avoid you. I don't care about that. <laughs> no. no one gives a fuck. I don't think anybody really fears him getting on the air to his fifty thousand remaining listeners or fifty listeners. I don't know. I'm I maybe overshooting it. No one's afraid of him trashing a company.
2: He um seems to think he has this pull in the industry, or. Mm-hmm this the ability to sway people yeah. in what they do and don't do or use and it's it's totally ugh, such so farcical and this one uh this clip goes into it like him and Robin start like joking about Sirius and satellite radio so listen they seem not to care because they keep doing this to you. Yeah,
1: I mean, no one seems to care anymore. All my power is gone. <laughs> That's like he's working in a basement. Okay. No. People used to be You're afraid of me. Yeah. People were afraid <laughs> if they fucked up with me, that that uh, that was it. It's all over. But now nobody's afraid. Yeah. I'm going, yeah well, I'm
0: gonna. They're like, oh, he's tough. he's trapped in a basement. <laughs> no. It's like you know, we're gonna I'm gonna announce your name on the yeah. air. Oh, Go really. ahead. I'm gonna announce your name on the air. Okay. Um, guys, this is the guy mm-hmm. who's advertising, and I went on this website called com, and it has a bunch of live reads of his that they've isolated. One of them is literally called, this is a sponsor, Dive Bar Shirt Club. <laughs> <laughs> phone Soap. Yes. <laughs> Jobber.
2: Oh, oh, I remember
0: Phone Soap. Okay, so Nord NordVPN is the only one I really knew of. Um, which I use actually myself But not because of Howard that's for certain And um, Like what happened to the Heineken ads What happened to the big you know motherfucker Ad ad Cap campaigns on the show They all left but basically when he went to Sirius They all stopped
2: Well now we've got as of late In the past couple months we've had ads For sex toys like mm-hmm. Pink Cherry Is a sponsor Still with the Zip Recruiter Still with I Hate Steven Singer Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, Grubhub. Now this is the man who yells at people for eating shitty food, but now he wants it delivered to their door. And now Mm -hmm. he wants people interacting with other people to get Grubhub. It makes zero sense to me. And that was also something I think uh, Bubba the Love Sponge was delivering for a while was Grubhub. So I wonder if there was a connection there. I'm not sure. But either way. Um, It it just seems so out of place on his show for all the shit that he preaches about vaccines and quarantining and isolating and staying home Mm -hmm. and junk food like none of it. None of it makes any sense. No, that's the ads that we've been getting.
0: Yep. Completely incongruous. There's satellite. (laughs) 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 What What good
1: could that do?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's
1: 100 degrees in here. Fuck this. This has got to be addressed. There's no other way to override the system. There's nothing else you can do. Hold on. Hey, Matt or Jeff, are you guys on here?
0: He'll know how to do it. The skull, his skull must be fucking scorching with that wig on. That's the only thing I'm thinking of, like (laughs) the sweat pouring down when it gets hot and what that Uh, wig must look like, like just a wet mop. Any of you guys? Oh, my God. The glue.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're here today. Figures. They're
3: not here, Howard.
1: We're reaching out to Russell to get it fixed. Yeah, tell him it's the big screen. <laughs> like the it's not a wand.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> He's dealing with this on the air. <laughs> How pathetic. Okay, so yep. there's those. There's that's those. Our, and then this. That's our Magoo. Yeah, that is. Um, there's this bonus clip which I called Matriserm. Uh, I have no idea what the fucking project is. And I guess Raven didn't either because the pronunciation was so fucked up unless he's accurate and he did it right. And we are the idiots. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, it's basically another cheesy mattress delivery place for your beds. Remember, there was the one that folded up. What was that one? I can't even remember. (sighs) Uh, But Robin claimed to have like nine of them in her house or some bullshit. Right. And
0: uh, maybe that's the only thing she keeps fits on. Like,
2: it makes <laughs> it makes sense, though, that he, he would advertise mattresses because his show will put you to sleep. <laughs> totally.
0: Um, so the uh, here's the clip and it's real. It's really short, guys. <laughs> You've heard
1: this. Bad sleep. A mattress Forum wants you to know junk.
0: mattress <laughs> room. <laughs>
2: what the fuck? Wow.
0: <laughs> Let me play it again because it's a bit Get of a, a dentures glued in. Yeah. Matryoshka wants you to know Matryoshka. Oh my lord, that's awful. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <Matric. laughs> so Matric. that's uh
0: that's the that's the the more recent clips we're going to play. We're going to play with time, guys, and get a little time warping here, but Bear with us because, um, what's, what's happened is we're going to take some more recent stuff like the Mick Jagger interview and things like that, and obviously the Saget stuff. So, we're going to play with time going into the Patreon episodes. Which, uh, and to plug that as well, recently, uh, Bob and I just recorded uh, the Artie asking Howard for time off for Beer League, and that's a two parter that's going to be on Patreon, and it's a great, great. Uncomfortable listen, but really amazing uh, bit of uh, recording. So we uh, would in- advise all of you to check out Patreon absolutely for the cost of a fucking caramel macchiato a month is really, really great value. Ah. At any rate, um, we're going to the 14th of September, and I love this day because there's a lot of shit. And the first clip was uh, of about Megan Fox, and he's talking about how her ass looked weird because it's so naked. What the fuck does that mean to <laughs> a straight man? She's still at 35, a stunning woman. Oh, my woman. God. Even though I don't like what she she's is. kind of done plastic surgery-wise. Because here's the here's the picture I'm showing you. Uh, let's see. Where's the big pick? Uh, is it's that a very it? okay, sheen of...
2: dress. I've seen this. It was at an it, award show at the VMAs.
0: Right. So I'll, I'll it's, hopefully put the, it's the pretty screen, much screen cap up for you guys.
2: Right. She's wearing a thong and some kind of like bandeau top that pushes her boobs up and it's like a nude color. So it matches her skin a bit. Yes. And then she's got, you know, some stilettos or some heels on. But Mm -hmm. the hair is fake. The lips are fake. yep, The cheekbones are probably fake, I'm guessing. And the nails, you know, the typical stuff that you see. But yeah, she's still stunning. She is stunning. I don't want to take away too much from her and in that business that's what you have to do
0: yes absolutely and so he was talking about her butt and the like, you'll have to hear it for yourself but any red blood red blooded human being <laughs> any red blooded man there even women <laughs> there should be women out there saying i'd fuck her you know what i mean and um it, she doesn't look as good as she did when she was 29 doing transformers or whatever but or you know 29 25 let's say but she still looks pretty smoking. so listen to this clip
1: She was almost naked and even she she's got a perfect body by anyone's standards, but she's so naked and that string going up her asshole (laughs) that even like her ass looks weird because it's just weird when you're wearing high heels and you're walking around naked. You know what I mean? It's like when you all you can think about is Jesus Christ. It's like, like yeah, you spent all that
2: time getting
0: dressed and then you forgot to put on clothes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. It's weird.
2: Okay, so I'm guessing that Wiggy has never walked around in heels. He might dress in women's clothing, but he's yeah. not wearing heels cuz anybody who knows anything about heels and butts, they make your butt look better. Yeah. The higher the heel, the better the butt. Yeah. And Megan Fox, there's nothing weird about her except she is exquisite. Yeah. She is sculpted and gorgeous. And like you said, even women have to be like amazed and kind of like have at least a crush on her or something. Yeah. But maybe not all. I don't know. That's just me. (laughs) I I definitely do. I think she's gorgeous.
0: Well, I mean, she had – and this is a woman who had three kids with bag. (laughs) That fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, right. So – and the other thing is she actually looks a lot like uh, when Marilyn Manson took Rose McGowan to the VMAs about, I don't know, 20 years ago. And she had a similar look. And Rose McGowan at that point was really, really like – even her, like, as pale as she was, she was short but statuesque and really fucking stacked. And she pulled it off. <laughs> she pulled mm-hmm. off nudity, and this was not quite that extreme. But either way, it's just him being disgusted by female nudity or jealousy that he doesn't look like her. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. the next, the next clip is number two. Sorry, guys, some pelican warbles coming your way.
1: Huh? it didn't work out we this song's called we
0: tried we tried but she still died and it's about print lady diana and the when she died and the paparazzi it was a discussion based on that so he starts singing about it in some completely unfunny shit. we (laughs)
1: tried we tried but she still died everyone I gave Diana mouth to mouth for over 15 minutes. People thought I was just coming on to
0: her, but I was trying to save her life. Uh, guys, again, I really I apologize, but you're you can if you tuned out, I don't blame you. <laughs> and they're still be- taking pictures. Oh. We better
1: check her tits. <laughs> i can't believe it where's her
0: head where's her head first of all nonsensical she didn't get decapitated she died from mostly it was internal injuries she died of first of all second of all it's okay it's tasteless but it's it's forget that it's tasteless it's just not funny and he convinces himself this is content I just don't get it. Who could still be listening to this and not turning it off as a fan?
2: Now, was this around the time that Kristen Stewart came in and was promoting the lady Diana movie? Because that's really bad taste Uh, and really bad compression on the voice. Well, yeah. Um,
0: I think it's six and one half dozen or the other. I believe that possibly she was a guest around that time. I don't know if that's what uh, inspired it. I have to, I'd have i have to look back at that. But I just thought that clip was a perfect example of how shitty the show is. It's absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the next painful. clip is called <laughs> 79 Confuses 86 with 69. And this is about the Mets um, 86 World Series.
2: <laughs> Before Jimmy
0: comes on,
1: Jimmy Kimmel is going to join us. Uh, always happy to have Jimmy. I don't even know. Oh, I know what he's promoting. Kendall, Kendall. Jimmy was involved somehow in a documentary for, they did one on the New York Mets, the 69 Mets, you know. Oh, won. yes. 86. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, it's 86.
0: the 86 Mets. The time who am I thinking of 69? We were there, I'm, thinking
1: about, I'm thinking about the <laughs> Ronnie story. Oh, my Lord. Ronnie. That's it. 69. Uh, 86 Mets.
2: Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's it. So,
0: okay, there you go. This next clip is called, Lockhead. and I, this is not a mistake, it's called Convoluted preminus. And he's trying to say premise, but he fucks it up. So listen carefully. You might have to, I might have to play this one twice.
1: I was going to try and get this in a little bit of a comedy we worked very hard on. Almost too hard. I hope it's worth it. We took the Mitch McConnell audiobook. Talk about a convoluted premise. <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> I was going to try and get an old audiobook. Talk about a convoluted
0: premise. Premise. What's going on with his mouth? Is he just (laughs) kind of getting that – he's had that problem since the new caps, but it's only gotten worse. So it can't just be that.
2: It's almost like his gums are failing him or his lips are fighting with the teeth and then like they loosen or they shift Uh mid-sentence. Something is – it's probably all those damn toothpicks he's using. They're probably <laughs> loosening up that shit. And Maybe. he's like fucking himself because he can't, you know, I love when he can't talk right or he says oh, yeah. words wrong oh, yes. on, you know, that are total 79 words. I love oh, yeah. these. That's guys. right.
0: We need, we need those for episode 179. So let's let, let's not lose sight of those. <laughs> Number five, dead air. Tzvi V strikes again. Are you following oh, what well,
1: he did on his summer vacation? <laughs> yeah. He's just recapping everything. All the things that happened while we were away this summer. Okay. Drink. Here's Mitch McConnell with his audio. Here he talks about that while we were away, billionaires went up into space. (laughs) This is a lot of work, so you better. (laughs) You have no idea how difficult it is to cut up an audio book.
0: Oh my fucking lord! Like that, those you could You could drive a truck through those spaces. I know I've said that before. It's but- so
2: sad. Well, here's here's something fun for like anybody who watches Howard Stern videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Take a look at his shifty eyes while he's reading or talking to somebody. The crazy eyes are ping ponging back and forth, and then he's either got a script on the table with highlights all throughout it, or mm-hmm. he's trying to not look at a mo- or not let us know he's looking at a monitor while he's reading off stuff. Mm -hmm. it's really kind of fun i i was looking for a perfect clip i just didn't have time and i didn't Mm -hmm. find the clip i wanted this week but i've noticed more and more that if you watch him in in his home studio that it is really odd the way he like talks and kind of juxtaposes his head and then the camera the camera people must have different um Setups, So they have to give the angle that doesn't show his crazy eyes or show him looking down at a script or up at a monitor to mm-hmm. read, you know, whatever he's trying to get out of his mouth.
0: Well, that's it. And I think a lot of the times those shots where the microphone is completely covering his eyes is for that purpose, it's, and when, especially with a guest. Absolutely. yeah, You know, and it's yes. Yeah, OK, because he thinks he's ugly and he is. But uh, that's it's a two pronged reason and get sentences out of it. Drink,
1: okay. Wow. So you will laugh. <laughs> Fuck. Lest anyone think this doesn't require a lot of work, it does. So we sacrificed a lot of man hours.
2: It takes almost as many people to get a rocket ship to go into space. As Honestly, it for
0: my to do this. And, it, and this is just an extra thing before before you say something here. Um, they when when they're in they're at home each. And she's got a bit of an echo going on. You can hear there's a, a, a like an echo chamber sound. There's a there's a sound, a distinct sound of Robin that's completely different from his. And, okay, their mic settings are different and stuff. But that lack of like the no drops, no nothing, uh, it's just mm-hmm. almost impossible for them, the three of them, to do a show together and make it sound like they're together as opposed to regular normal podcasters because – well, post-production for one thing, but if they're going to go live, I think Howard should have the drops. He should be operating the drops, not Fred, if he wants them. I just don't think he has the dexterity, the capability, the memory, the, the knowledge, the, the brain power mm-hmm. to do it. But it would sound a lot more, I guess, flowing.
2: Right. And he probably does have that capability, but I don't think he's able to use it because he can't spin that many plates at one time. No way. He can't saber dance himself to talk and read and play clips or drops. And, mm-hmm. you know, Fred is hit or miss on stuff. Like there's times where I'm like thinking of things and I'm like, God, he should be playing this or that. No, yeah. we get some other stupid, you know, innocuous clip that's just not even worth it.
0: Right. So instead of the let's say the funny the funniness of. Ed McMahon audiobook. I love that. I used to love when they would play that for guests, and uh, the guests loved it as well. They were much better. They took a Mitch McConnell audiobook, and it's just really, really tired, I guess, at this point. So here you go, guys. Yeah. All right, but let Mitch McConnell audiobook tell you about what happened uh, this summer. Okay,
3: here he is. Hello. This is Mitch McConnell audiobook with a summer wrap up. Jeff Bezos went to space in a rocket that looked like a big, stiff cop that was fucking the atmosphere. Billionaire. Richard <laughs> Branson also went to space.
0: It's a golden age for rich white guys who are tired of money and the other thing is it's the audio sounds so choppy. That's another reason why it's not so funny. But the if Ed McMahon's right. ones were generally a lot shorter, it would be like I once took a giant dump on Lonnie Anderson's tits. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. These ones you gotta stick with them and there's not really much of a payoff. Pussy. And then
1: Mitch, Mitch had thoughts on Bill Cosby. I'd like to play for you, too.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
3: He was aware of that. Yes, he was. Comedian (laughs) Bill Cosby is a free man. He's going to have a hard time drugging women now because he looks like somebody who got skull fucked in one of his eyes and then someone shot cement in the
0: other one. (laughs) Christ so there's that yeah go ahead
2: well they have wilding who does the mitch mcconnell voice a lot mm-hmm. on shows for phony phone calls for bits for yep. the door knocking that we hate so much and it's kind of like a reoccurring character because they don't have the whack pack like they used to they don't have surely doing a thousand voices they don't have um any other staff so you know that to bounce off of unless they're bashing Ronnie or Gary or, you know, trying to, I don't know, hook up Hypocharrick with Debbie the cum lady. And it's just atrocious. It so is. by having the Mitch McConnell stuff, it keeps Mitch McConnell on the show in a weird way. And then it makes it easier for him to knock on the door and come in and say some dumb shit to whatever else is being said. It's like it, it it's just it's lame. It's sad. <laughs> it and this is. this is just painful oh
0: yeah and just as a, as a rejoinder guys we uh we got a hold of the alex jerbeck audiobook and this is what that uh, this is a section from that <laughs> howard that sounds pretty <laughs> fucking dumb <laughs> oh what was that alex sorry what was uh, let me let me get you again hey sirius xm suck my dick <laughs> so, I mean, and just, you know, because uh, poor uh, Betty White uh, passed away and uh, everybody, almost everybody I know that felt really bad about that. But, you know, we managed to get in touch with her and ask her what she felt.
3: This is Betty White. And you were listening to, quite frankly, a Howard Stern podcast.
0: <laughs> so, rest in peace, Betty. <laughs> Love you, Betty. Um, yeah, exactly. Best. <laughs> So the next one is called Your Subscription Dollars Are Hard at Work, Folks. And in the beginning, mm-hmm. people didn't back Jimmy.
1: No,
0: Jimmy, Jimmy had a rough time at the beginning. That's right. But I was there for him. And this is also revisionist bullshit. This is the guy who claimed Jimmy was stealing bits from him, not the guy that was behind him. He was a Letterman guy. He only, he only He's only with Kimmel now because he's the last one left, aside from Colbert, who he right. never gave a fuck about to begin with. So... Uh, Any port in a storm where Howard's concerned, where he needs to get on the air?
2: He's tried with Fallon, but Fallon never panned out like Fallon would come to his house and he'd have him do impressions. But I think Fallon saw right through him like, yo, this guy is just, you know, he's using me and I'm never going to, like, get anything out from him. He's just taking from me and using me to star fuck. So fuck him
0: do you think that's what it is? Or do you think it was a ratings thing? Like Jimmy actually was influenced by the numbers that, you know, he was in, or do you think, do you think it was a, a, your first thought? Because I I noticed that's a little odd that he doesn't go on the tonight show really hardly at all comparatively, you know, uh, with, with Kimmel and, you know, with the, well, when Ellen was on, of course, but, uh, that, and that's daytime. So it's a little different (laughs) thing, but do you think it's, Uh, What you think, or do you think it could be a ratings thing?
2: Well, I've got another choice. I think Uh Jimmy is, let's just say, interested in a lot of young ladies and (laughs) spends his time pursuing that hobby Uh rather than old, wrinkled, 68-year-old wig-wearing, malnourished (laughs) goblins. (laughs) (laughs) Goblins, yes.
0: Sure. Okay. That's that's as good a theory as anything I can think of. But either way, he's got to suck Jimmy Kimmel's ass so bad, where to the point where, um, again, a clip we're gonna play. Beth says we we don't have many friends. You have to keep you have to keep this relationship because we have <laughs> we have that. no friends really, <laughs> and it's the saddest it's the saddest this commentary you could ever make about yourself.
1: And now that Jimmy is the new king of late night, as we know, uh, obviously I was right. Right, Jimmy? Where is Jimmy? I don't see him. Maybe we lost him. Was I he see there? Me. I'm seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, see. That's <laughs> it, Fred. Mm. Fill Jimmy's the time. Yeah, Connection is
0: down, Robin? Oh, I don't know. Is he in a would... trailer or is he in a home? <laughs> <laughs> I know some shows like this. Um, you... The next... <laughs> the next clip <laughs> the next clip is called with every box of cracker hacks you get a free prize in the form of a technical fuck up hey, How are you can you hear me? yeah I hear you now we uh, had
1: a
3: little trouble di- uh, connecting what was going on you have any idea? nothing on my end I was just sitting here staring at a black screen and then suddenly you appeared. Nice. <laughs>
0: nothing on my end <laughs> this is the 120 million dollars show. OK, um, number nine, self-aggrandizing Wiggy thinks he still get. he thinks he gets it right. Yeah. OK.
1: Did you hear my intro? I said, you know what? I want to congratulate myself because I backed <laughs> Jimmy early on. Like when you when you first started late night, man, you were, you know, you were up against Letterman and Leno.
0: No, Everyone- he, no, he wasn't. He wasn't on against them. Mm-mm. He was after them. He was later. Yeah, that's not a competition. It just isn't. It was like, oh, Jimmy, you know
1: who even thinks about Jimmy and they put you on like after nightline. And I was your friend back then and I backed you. So I, um that's right. Yeah. That's now right. that you're the new king of late night, uh, all <laughs> of a sudden uh I look like a genius. You know what I mean?
2: Oh God. Jimmy will suck his balls no matter what the fuck he says. This guy well, has no <sighs> backbone.
0: None. None. None whatsoever. I mean, in some ways, Jimmy will, uh, it's funny. He, he, he in some ways, I admire the fact that Jimmy is able to navigate the Howard Stern NPD waters and can poke fun at certain things, but he knows exactly where to lay back and let his delusions kind of run free. And go, oh, yeah, okay, you convince yourself that you were behind my back when you had people like Ralph calling in to character assassinate me during the early years, uh, and we'll just forget that ever happened. You know, or all, you know, the the shit you said about Adam Carolla, who's a friend. Yeah.
2: It's almost like Jimmy runs the Wiggy Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. He has to kind of like take hits while kissing his ass. Yeah. And then I think secretly him and Molly come up with ways to torture him and Beth, whether hmm. it's these stupid rings that he sends the Fitbit ring yeah. where it monitors your whole day. Like he knew Howard would never do that because he's a freak. <laughs> But yes, he is. Beth, Beth, of course, subscribed to their cultish ring way, wearing yeah. way. Yeah. And um, she brags to Wiggy about how great it is and how much work and step she's taken throughout the day and calories she's burned. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, you know, the great sleep she's getting, and Wiggy's just like, uh, I fucking hate these rings. And yeah. meanwhile, these rings cost like six hundred dollars. Yeah, they're not they cheap. They are the not like, like yeah, unless you get some knockoff. Rings. And they had, you know, Wiggy try on sizes and he even had one made, but he refuses to wear it. Like, what an insult. And Jimmy spent $600 on something that Howard's just going to throw in a. A drawer and never used. <laughs> what an insult! 50,
0: what about that Abe Hirschfeld uh, lithograph that he he did of uh, uh, Neil we, Young? Of Neil Young, yeah, and and he sent it to him. He said paid like fifteen hundred bucks for it or something, twelve hundred dollars, and and he had it in storage. <laughs> I love, And then John goes, "I'll take it off your hands if you yeah. don't want it." <laughs> and Artie goes, "Yes, I really bought it for John. Was what I was hoping would happen." <laughs> the fucking schnur.
2: Oh, poor Artie.
0: Yeah, the next clip is called I didn't like Jay as a human being. That's Jay Leno, but I still won it on his show for over a decade.
1: I read that like you, you, um I, I think the two of us particularly dislike Jay um, for, <laughs> for various reasons. I mean, I again, I'll always say this about Jay. I think Jay is one of the best stand up comics I ever saw early on. I I, I yes. used to go see him at Garvin's in Washington, D.C., and he was just he was mind blowingly good. So I don't want to take it away from his talent, but. As a human being, I didn't like him.
2: So he's grooming Jimmy on what to think. Mm -hmm. He's grooming Jimmy on taking his stance and his defense, which isn't anywhere close to, you know, what Jimmy wants to do. But that's the that's the MPD. I think Bob would agree. It's like, you know, either you agree with me or you're out. So he's going to kind of giggle or nod. I took yes. this a different way. I took this. I took. I heard this a different way
0: um, that he's gauging Jimmy's take on Leno, that he can use it for himself for the inevitable turnaround where Leno comes on the Stern show because Howard's ready to kiss his ass now, now that they're. Supposedly there isn't a few because he's softening. he's saying like, oh, you, you know, you, you uh, have mellowed with Jay. So why am I holding this grudge? I have a feeling someone's been whispering in his ear and saying like, you know, make up with Leno. If you can't get Billy Crystal, get Leno. Uh, Letterman will never come in anymore because he doesn't give a fuck. Um and he's busy. I don't know, fucking interns in Indiana or wherever he is. But um, uh, auditioning. Sorry, auditioning interns for I don't know whatever Netflix thing he might be doing next. Yeah. Right. What's your What's your on take? the couch? Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, I think maybe he's setting up like a big resending. Yeah. Where they come together and it makes him more evolved and matured, <laughs> but he's, you know, it who's he getting for guests? If they're not serious related people or somebody who's been in a thousand times and is a friend mm-hmm. of the court, mm-hmm. it, who, who do we get? Nothing really. Nothing. Nobody knew. The last one we got was Ben Affleck and that was probably because of Jimmy. Yeah. And we saw how, you know, that went south.
0: <laughs> Big but time. It,
2: Wiggy loved it because it got him in the news.
0: It got him he in. didn't Absolutely. care about Ben
2: or his family.
0: Yeah. yeah. well, the other thing is okay. Jay Leno, a couple of years ago, I would say now maybe to the pre-pandemic, he did the rounds and he went on WTF and he did Rogan, and both of them were excellent, excellent fucking interviews. Now Jay often says a lot of the same things because, well, he has the same. He does not a night. He he does comedy and he goes home and he works on his cars. That's pretty much his life, and then he does a lot of charity right. work. So, um. There's no if he if he did do Howard's show, it wouldn't be a big it might be a news item in the sense that Howard's been trashing him for so long, but the reshinding we'd have to do for that would be ten hours long because that's how many negative Leno clips I have of him saying shit about it, Jay
2: yeah. it was over a decade of bashing Easily. Jay. Easily. and every chance he got it was it was Simon Cow before we had Simon Cow. Correct, it and that's was, a, that's another um, one. Yeah, Les Moonves before he became the target. Mm-hmm. So it just you know Kathy Lee Gifford was one back in the day. Rosie O'Donnell. We've had mm-hmm. all these already, and now, yeah, I I can see that happening.
0: Yeah. Sadly, So, so Jay, the next don't slip... do it,
2: Jay, <laughs> don't, yeah, Anyone please. who knows Jay, tell him please.
0: Yeah, don't yeah, do just, Howard. Just just <laughs> just rotate the tires on your you know Studebaker. Um, the Okay, number eleven is called "Yes, Jimmy, you are the asshole." And based, I'll play it, but it's based on Leno calling him around the time that his son was born with that heart defect and w- right. went into emergency surgery. So, uh, once again, Leno proving he's a bigger person than either of these two assholes.
1: <laughs>
3: but I'm sure he <laughs> has reason not to like me. Like
0: going oh, on that a show with lesbians. Like
3: he's very talented. I would Dislike him intensely as a. <laughs> his soul was
0: black, but um, yeah. the rest of him was very bright and shiny. And by the way, guys, in one of the first episodes I did with Deborah on uh, Patreon involved uh, Greg Fitzsimmons and um, Kevin Pollock talking about this topic, about how Leno uh, – sorry, uh, the hatred of Leno from Kimmel stems from his hero worship of Howard Stern. And basically, if Howard hates you, uh, Jimmy's going to hate you. That kind of thing. Now, I'm sure that's not always the case. But he took the he he. Did, I think it's, a lot of that was Kimmel. It, it had nothing to do with aligning himself with Conan. And it was more like, oh, I know Howard hates Leno, so I can go after him and get on his good side again. That's there's no other reason for that. I believe. I don't think he has any kind of love for real for Conan. It was just an excuse to bash Leno and get with Stern, get you know cozy with him.
2: I would agree, <sighs> and I, I have this thought. Jimmy Kimmel is kind of like the consigliere to Wiggy, <laughs> where he will advise him on who might be receptive to an apology or mm-hmm. coming on his show or who who he possibly could approach. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I've got. It's, it's just I'm going to have to think some more on that one, I think. But
0: OK, we'll yeah. let the clips. Play that, out that's another
2: the- good, good reason to have Jimmy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You guys also make make your thoughts known in the comments section, please. Also on Podbean and whatever app you're using and and hit those likes, whatever app you're using and the reviews, because it'll it'll help us overall. Thank you, guys. Fred, th- tell me if this is true, yes, that when
1: when your son, Billy, was uh, ill and he was in the hospital, that um, Jay picked up the phone and called you and made an that overture to ask you. He he called to ask how your son is. and Now you can't hate him anymore. Like you have to be. <laughs> OK, I'm going to let that one play through. No, it nice makes it goes. hard. It makes because, it hard. <laughs> what was that? Com- take me through that conversation. Maybe yeah, I could play Jake.
3: Oh.
4: oh, hey, Jimmy, how you doing? What's here? <laughs> <laughs> it
3: sounded just like that. He had a little okay. bullhorn. It was weird. I don't know why he was using it, but. Um, but what yeah, was that I, like?
1: I because you dislike him and you want, you know, and, and it's hard to. You like to have a few enemies, so you have somebody you can talk about badly, and, and then all of a sudden the guy does a magnanimous no. thing. <laughs>
0: Wig's, Wig's enemy is anybody who won't do his show, basically, so he's got a wide swath. Yeah.
2: That's the exact opposite of Jimmy. Jimmy has a fake enemy in Matt Damon. Yeah. But he doesn't have real enemies. He's He doesn't run a show like Howard used to. Like no. At least he learned not to do what Howard did back in the day, that that doesn't fly anymore. And he's better off just embracing everybody. Well, Ugh.
0: well, the, the thing is, Howard could still have a great show if he was still anti-celeb. Or he could have had the show he wants now, Just Kissing Their Ass, if he'd done that originally. But then we wouldn't have had the show that we loved. Yeah. Uh, but my point is he wanted to have no. it both ways. He wanted to get get with them after he had finished trashing them all. And and he's talked about it and we'll talk about it in a little bit in one of these clips where some people will not. Not only did people not accept his apology, but they kind cursed him out, which I t- totally believe. <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> Billy Crystal tearing a yard off his ass. Go, Billy.
1: Despite all the shit. And oh, yeah. I remember When you went on and did a whole show dressed as Jay Lana. I mean, yeah. he busted his balls pretty good. And and um, and then you went on his show and they told you what not to say. And then you went on and said it. I I mean, I love this kind of,
3: you know, anarchy. But uh, so what was it like when he called? OK, a little bit more, guys. Um, I don't remember exactly. I mean, it was nice. You know, it was nice of him to to check in. I think he probably offered to. To do something if I needed him to do anything. But at that point, it was, you know, in the hands of the doctors. And uh, right. um, I think Jay waited an appropriate amount of time. I don't think he called me like while I was in the hospital or anything like <laughs> that. But <laughs> I did. it was nice of him to call. What <laughs> would should, Jay do? I'm such an man. asshole. Maybe it's me that's the asshole.
2: So why is Wiggy laughing like that? That's his fakest laugh. Yeah. And the second thing is, when Jimmy's son Billy was in the hospital, what did Wiggy do? He went to his door and took pictures, or was thinking about taking pictures and yeah, cry yeah. about where's my party? Mm-hmm. What a fuckhead! Jesus yeah. fucking Christ!
0: And why doesn't this get brought up by Jimmy, who is an avid listener?
2: He's too busy lathering his balls.
0: I guess. I mean, not that, that's, a chance. That's he where needs go- to
2: be in Castle Grayskull. <laughs>
0: Well, Castle <laughs> Grey wig at this point. Um, the next clip is called Jealousy Plus Projection Equals Love Me Daddy.
1: Now, What would Jay do for Billy that uh, the doctor's going to Donate do a heart? It? Well, Jay's yeah, yeah. real
3: good at fixing cars, so I think he figured he could get under Billy's hood and maybe monkey around in there a little
1: bit. <laughs> maybe help the doctors during the surgery? He'd grease him up some. Yeah. Fix I mean, the that transmission. Was a- it was a nice thing, but I could picture you going, Jade. Please don't call me with such a nice phone call. I, I enjoy <laughs> hating you, and
3: <laughs> so it does ruin it. It clouds everything. It's hard.
0: Uh, yeah, in the business, you can't really uh, you can't really straddle love and hate in the business. I mean, Joan Rivers used to get tons of flack for on the you know, especially the stuff she would say about Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, strangely enough, though, Elizabeth Taylor enjoyed it. She enjoyed being mocked oh. by you know I, I that's from what i from what i understood and from what well from what i read she she didn't have that thin of a skin to be mocked and i'm sure elizabeth taylor was smart enough to recognize that joan rivers was the exact opposite and really could not take the needle if she was giving it to her um yeah
2: good for liz way to yeah. have a sense of humor about yourself awesome <laughs> i love it um yeah rest in peace joan Yeah, but this bit here, it's like Jay could probably get a hold of doctors, elite doctors that can help Jimmy's son. If Jimmy were in need of Mm -hmm. a specialist of a second opinion, things like that, things Wiggy could never do unless Buckwald has a list in his back pocket that he's willing to dig out. I don't know. It's Jimmy is so just, just such an ass kisser. It, it's yeah. really hard to listen to him anymore on the show,
0: oh yeah. I don't even as, as to the Sorry. point now that's... where no, to the point to the point now where when he's let's say my wife is watching somebody on his show, I can't even listen to it anymore because all I hear is the phoniness of Kimmel. And I never that's why I love Carson. Right. I never thought he was phony. He was giving an aspect of himself and he was letting the guests shine. And with with Kimmel, I get the I always get the impression he's looking for a business card. He's looking for some kind of invite to something, whatever. And I've and not mm-hmm. with Ferguson. Craig Ferguson was a complete lone wolf. He didn't give a fuck. He just wanted to put on a good show. Didn't care yeah. if he hung out with Le Quart- you know Sh- Shia LaBeouf or whoever the fuck.
2: Yeah, and that got him nowhere because he no. could not That's the business. Yeah, you don't play the business. You know, hopping from you know one lily pad to the other of yeah. this star to that star and, and making your connections then, or That's, like a spider web, yeah. you know, weaving your web through Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're not going to make it. And nope. you got to You got to sell your soul to do all that shit.
1: So after the call, was there like a detente? In other words,
3: you were like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to. You know. Well, sure. I'd say so. And I think he also, as I recall, we have um, um, somebody on our staff who has ALS and Jay did something nice for, for him as well. So, <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, hmm. I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> I don't know why I am. I know you know. I'm why? just trying to be fun. It's early in the morning, and I know you love this kind of thing.
0: Now, okay. So, just really, another reason why uh, Kimmel is the asshole, and that's why I called the clip that. um, yeah. You're going after this guy, and he does a lot of good things for people because of. And anybody wants to look at the Conan Leno uh, situation, it's f- fuck all to do with with Leno. Uh, originally, yes, it's the truth is he didn't want to leave. He said he would leave when he was in like 2009, whatever, and then didn't. And then NBC had a problem because they wanted to keep Conan in a holding deal until they thought Lena was going to – NBC fucked it up. They're the ones responsible for this, not Lena. Yeah, Leno, they did. And not and not Conan. And uh, most people in the business that know the difference, they'll tell you it's just about numbers and about how they, they thought they could have their cake and eat it too. They just found it easy to go after Jay because Jay's not going to fucking go after them. And he went into interviews and he he never said a bad word about Kimmel other than – I didn't I didn't really appreciate being attacked, but I think he's a funny guy and I like his show that kind of thing. You can't flap Jay like yeah. that. And he's not going to fuck on you. But if he wanted to, he absolutely has the tools to destroy both of them verbally.
2: I mean, Leno is in Sagitt territory as far as like the do-gooder. And, oh. Excuse me. As a do-gooder, you know, Sagitt had all these stories of people he had helped behind the scenes that he never took credit for while he was mm-hmm. alive. That's and correct. Leno has helped people. And didn't he pay his staff during a writer strike? Yep. Out of his own pocket. Yep. So right there we know like who's who in this business of late night. But I'm I'm just gonna let the clip play. I mean, mm-hmm. it will the wiki can't compete with Leno. Leno's legacy is gonna be far greater than his. And yeah. that's what he hates. He's looking at how he's gonna be remembered now. Big so time. yeah. Look for a lot of uh, (laughs) reshindings. Look for a lot of like, oh, I'm so great because of this. Look at the poor me. I went through this back in the day, whatever it is. And, you know, his parents are 98 and 93. So we're going to get a woe is me when they pass one or both. And if, however, so. He'll be he'll be crying over Ben's corpse. He's setting up his legacy.
0: He'll be crying over Ben's corpse as he's pissing on him.
2: Exactly. Oh, we knew that. We saw that coming a mile away.
1: Totally. Why is he campaigning so hard to get
0: back in your world and not mine? Like, I...
2: I was going to say, he's Ooh. never had any of these openings
0: with you. OK, that's a very interesting choice of words. Why is he campaigning to get into your world? Yeah, He's not campaigning. That's what he doesn't understand. No, nope. everything to Howard is a fucking work. What's the well, how can I cruel bar myself into this famous person's life or vice versa? And with Leno, it literally was I heard your son is sick. We don't have kids, Mavis and I. So but we know that this must be fucking torturous. That's where he was coming from. And he, anybody wants to argue that, go fucking right ahead in the comment section. Tell me I'm full of shit. But you don't do that for any other reason. There's no other motive for that. Because Leno, in show business terms, was more powerful than Kimmel, even, you know, like not, not anymore. Like, if, not that he doesn't have a show, but his stature in the business is way higher.
2: So, shout out to Bob D for teaching us about the MPD factor. Mm-hmm. And look how quickly Wiggy turned it around. To why is he campaigning so hard for you, your love and not mine? It's like that father hunger thing. Oh, he yeah. needs that supply feeding his ego and having Leno getting a hold of him or doing stuff for his staff. Right. Well, why the fuck would he do that shit? You've never made one step towards any kind of amends with him. Mm-hmm. Really, you haven't. You've said passive aggressive shit on your show. And you've talked now you're talking about him with Jimmy, but you're still putting him down like, well, why isn't he coming to me? Well, like, why aren't you the fuck going to him and inviting him to Castle Grayskull and asking him, like, can you forgive me? I'm so sorry. I was wrong. I'm a different person now. Let's be friends. Let's hang out. You know, let me fly you down to Palm Beach and you can meet some kittens that just gave birth in my house or. Whatever fucking bullshit's going
0: on. Now, I, I, and I'm, uh, the, for those people thinking out there, well, for all we know, maybe he did reach out to Leno. I don't believe he did because Leno's the kind of person who would mention that. He would say, Howard tried mm-hmm. to make amends with, you know, and I, I, and he would accept it. That's, that's Leno's personality. He would probably say, Yeah, whatever, you know, it's all good. We're, we're friends now again because he, He's had a history of, like, doing that with people, with, Len- with Letterman, and Letterman's just, just as insular and, and antisocial a fucking prick as Howard and such so a yeah. deviant. So it doesn't, doesn't surprise me that Letterman had this fucking irrational hatred for Leno, who towed the company line, did what the fucking network wanted, was going to be a solid fucking worker, worker bee the whole time, and get them ratings, and mm-hmm. he did. After a certain point, uh, he never beat uh, Leno in the ratings,
2: also, I think Wiggy would brag about contacting Jay and saying, they're all good now, if he did do that.
0: That's correct. But we're if not saying happen. he
2: did. We're just saying, if it happened and he still didn't want to come on the show, Wiggy would at least talk about it on air.
0: Yeah, be uh, like, he's, You'll be never too- believe who <laughs> I
2: talked to this weekend. I had a great conversation.
0: Yeah, nope. he'd be too. He'd be too never. stupid to let to be able. To, he he wouldn't be able to keep that. He's not smart enough to keep it silent forever. Something would he'd blurt it out somewhere because he's that dumb. uh and so yeah, that's that's my take. That's our take.
1: Yeah, he's never picked up the phone and tried to help ill members of my family. I have several people who are undergoing treatment. Uh, when you know well, Robin maybe saying, know Jay, that would have been. Yeah, what Robin was very highly publicized. He could have. Uh, he could call me at any oh. point and say,
0: Hey. I- yeah, we well at the same time you were trashing him when there's no reason to. And we've already gone through with an episode I did with Carrie, I believe, uh the information as to why it, this it's completely irrational this hatred of Jay because it was a suit at NBC that hired stuttering John, not Leno. Leno had nothing to do with the hire. Yeah. He was literally it was literally crowbarred onto the show and Leno was actually pissed that why didn't you guys find out that he didn't write this shit before you hired him? You know, and uh, because Leno was not a massive fan of the Stern show. He wasn't a listener. Anybody who listened would know that John is incapable of coming up with something funny for proof. Just listen to his show. And I know guys are saying, guys, you got to go with what's who are these podcasts and get with them. And those guys are swinging at the beach ball every time they go after Stuttering John. We don't dedicate episodes (laughs) to Stuttering John because it's too fucking easy like uh, there's no homework needed you just literally have to play his show throw a, hit a rock and hit one of those random clips on stuttering john's show and and boom there you go but it's just not it's not entertaining to like it's not it's not fun it's not funny it's not fun <laughs> so
2: <laughs> no we we we've got other things to focus our attention on and yeah you know we we've, we've got so much stuff it's ridiculous like yeah. how many More. ideas we've come across and things we want to do Right. And just, you know, whether it's scheduling or timing or whatever it might be, we're just we're we're spinning plates trying to give you guys a whole mess of stuff. And yeah. So, yeah, let's go. Yep.
1: I want to fix Robin. just like I fixed Jimmy's head. I want to fix her. I want to fix <laughs> it. If he called, would you take club. the call? Would I take the call from Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would because I've called people mm-hmm. to apologize for shit, and um right, they take. I always appreciate them taking it. The, I've called you know. I've told you in private people I've called, and some people right. are nice yeah. to me, and some people were. They t- they all took the call, but some of them yelled at me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so why the fuck aren't you calling Jay?
4: Yeah.
2: Why the fuck haven't you called him? Because I'm sure he wasn't mean to you. So, tick tock, tick tock, Wiggy. Yeah. Keep saying it.
0: The next clip we're going to play, guys, is based on the notion—the the, not the notion—it did happen. Uh, Jay Leno recently got, in the last while, he got the "You Bet Your Life" gig, and then for those of you who don't know, who're too old to remember, because I certainly wouldn't have remembered, it was before my time. But through the magic of YouTube, Groucho Marx was—that was a legendary gig for him, and he was hysterically funny on that. He just made that show so good. And if you go down the wormhole, you won't be able to stop, I believe, if you're a fan of comedy. So he is <laughs> jealous as fuck yet again over anybody getting a game nice. show and he can't. And he claims uh, okay, let me yeah. that's the that's the I think this is the first clip. I, I'm not sure if it's the same one, but he claims he was offered by the the owner of the game show that to to host it and i don't believe that i looked it up there's not a mention anywhere in any of the trades from back in the day that he was approached to do this i don't believe it wiggy said that he said that you just you have it have a listen <laughs> and do you think you would yell yeah. you would or you would
3: forgive um oh, no. have, you know i know i probably should have I probably did to call you when I was stuttering John the of the NFL, but I, uh, yes, it wasn't courteous and, uh, not professional. And, yeah, all uh, right. You know, you've been a friend okay, for a yeah. long time. I could, yeah, I could have been, I, I guess I could accept that.
1: But but, then, oh. but the only problem is it would be not fun anymore. Like when, I, okay, hold on for guys. Gonna let, let that play through a bit. I read that he was going to take over oh, to do the show. You bet your life, you know, the, the yeah. legendary Groucher show. Right. I go, what a fucking set of balls on this guy. First of all, <laughs> Bill Cosby tried it. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay, you know, it, that show is so uniquely gradual. By the way, and, and, and full disclosure, years ago I was offered that show. The guy who owned the rights oh, to it called me up really? and said, I think you'd be perfect
0: to reinvigorate You Bet Your Life. And I Okay, stop for a moment. So I was looking through uh, Mark's freaking just to see some kind of indication that he – mentioned this on the air before because if he was offered you bet your life 10 years before five years before three years before 20 years before and turned it down he would have said that because it makes him feel like he's hot shit i'm wanted in the business i didn't think i could do it justice which is what he's going to say here but i don't believe that i don't believe he was offered it and if he was if it was a concrete offer he would have mentioned it if it was something like in passing and he was I, i see it two ways if he was offered it he was he's such a coward and couldn't do he he wouldn't be able to be he'd be the worst game show host of all time whatever the game show oh you know it ba- bad eyesight can't yeah can't ad-lib for shit <laughs> nervous <laughs> as fuck to be totally on gawky yeah standing Super tall
2: <laughs> towering oh, like hunching over the contestants no way
0: right no just there's just
2: no crazy eyes.
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, if he was behind a podium, perhaps the the size of Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Maybe if you covered him up with a camera and uh, a few microphones, he'd be okay with it. So (laughs) go ahead. The only
2: the only way he got a game show was AGT because there was three other judges. He wasn't the only host. Mm -hmm. They had detractors to take away from him and then they gave him the sunglasses and the weird shit but he couldn't avoid the the jesus pose, the hand gestures the dancing with the the men in uniform it just it was so awkward those not only oh, that i can't wait till we tackle the agt, AGT.
0: <laughs> that's a awesome. whole so, i'm so yeah. ready for that <laughs> totally. Well, here's the thing. That's a saga. The other thing is, he would totally fear failing miserably and falling on his face if it wasn't a rating success. If he was offered a show, that's the main thing that drives him fear. He wants to have his own show. He that's the only thing he knows how to do, and not very well, from what you're hearing from our clips. But if he was offered a game show and it tanked, he would be embarrassed
2: forever. Well, we've you you and Sam have gone over the Fox show. Uh-huh. That he did the pilots for, so we have proof that he can't even host a show, which is no what way. he does with his co-host. They couldn't even get that to fly on TV. No. So how the hell is he going to do it solo? Not yeah. happening. And word no got out in the industry, and it was like a no go. It was like, don't even think about it. It's it's useless.
0: Right. You think you think he knows more than he does, but he's a he's just a fucking brainless twit. So let's continue. Go. That would be such a
1: clown move of me. Groucho was so brilliant at that. And so he goes, yeah, but you talk to people all the time and you're funny with them. And you could And I go, you know what? You think
0: that's easy? I go, the, the, you know, what Groucho did was. Do you know how many writers I need to <laughs> appear human? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, so, got a staff so of there, 80. There, it's, it's possible it was tabled to him as as you know back in the dark days because that show had Bill Cosby and Buddy Hackett to try like after the Groucho years to like remake it and it didn't really it didn't really work. And Bill Cosby before he became, you know, Bill Cosby rapist instead of Bill Cosby comedian was very smart, <laughs> very uh, like funny. he was edu- he's educated and he was a uh, comfortable in front of a camera for sure, obviously. And Buddy Hackett, so two comics basically. That would have no problem talking into a mic and, and you know, interacting with people because that's what they do. But uh, they didn't work. You think Wiggy would make it work? <laughs> the person just clearly did not know enough about him.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord help us all. No, I think word was out in the industry that they were looking for a host for the show. And he immediately inserted himself into the conversation oh, yeah. without anybody asking him. Yeah. He threw himself into that and made up the story and nobody ever refuted it because they don't care. Right. But, like, it's not going to do them any good to shoot him down. And they know that no one cares. It's not going <laughs> to go anywhere. So let him say whatever the fuck he wants. Well, yeah, I'm he sure was big. to get him that <laughs> that gig. It just it wasn't going to pan out.
0: He wasn't even going to get let's make a deal. Um, let's make a deal. <laughs> Here's some Poland spring water behind door number one. Um, what, what the thing was also, if, if for example, um, I'm trying to think of a, a situation where he might actually go ahead and, and, and do something like that. And I can't come up with one. All the game shows, all the great game shows of our, t- of our time and of past years and decades and stuff. He doesn't really fit anywhere in that. And he's saying what he's saying no. right now is do no. you know how much work goes into making me like even these talk shows, see how bad he is in talk shows. Throw that now, yeah. multiply that and put him in front of Family Feud. You know, it's it's horrendous.
2: <laughs> Honestly, film our conversation over, I think everybody would agree. Yeah. He as o- as the older he gets, the less chance he has of getting any more. Spots on shows oh, won't yeah. work with anybody. Yeah. He is dwindling in relevance mm-hmm. like a lead weight in the ocean. And yep. it's just gonna get worse.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: he's lucky to get whatever he gets on the show. We've had oh, yeah. one guest in January. One. <laughs> and that was Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, and that was Only very because recently. Johnny works for Sirius. He works for Outlaw Country. Oh,
0: it's, it's a no brainer so synergy. <laughs> yeah. That was in house. That's like there, having there's... that was like having Gary as a guest. Right. You, yeah.
2: See, good comparison. Thank you.
0: Well, they you are. so fucking hard.
3: And, you know, no one's going to watch Jay trying to be Groucho Marx
1: and have people. I don't conversations know. Maybe they, people.
3: I doubt probably most people don't even know Groucho who's the show. You know, they're probably think a brand new show format. Oh, look at you one favor he's, already- he's
2: really changed. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no i'm not defending
3: it i just i mean really like i think i've seen maybe like 12 seconds of groucho hosting you bet your life you know it's like just one of those things it's not available on tv you'd have to like seek it out
0: okay yeah please
2: I know we got to get through this day. I'm sorry to slow us down. But like, how many times do you think Wiggy has thrown shit in Jimmy's face and Jimmy just laughs it off and turns it around like, ha ha, ha no, you don't get it. It's just this, that and the other. But yeah. in reality, like Wiggy is passively, aggressively fighting with Jimmy and Jimmy just like sloughs it off like it's no big deal. <laughs> well, you remember comedian with him.
0: Yeah, well, the comedians in comedians and cars, and he tried it with Seinfeld, who was friends with Leno since forever. And he goes, well, All right, enough of the character oh, yeah. assassination. This is not much different than that. It's just a, a calmer, a nicer way right. of, of turning it down. So it's uh, different. That,
2: yeah, it's a yeah, different technique.
0: Totally. So the next clip is called Leno Living Rent Free in Wig Tardo's Empty Head. Uh, here's Jay's quote on
1: Venom We'll Get Off Jay. I don't know why we're talking so much about him, but <laughs> because you're jealous as fuck. Here's a quote on You Bet Your Life. Yep. There's no politics here.
0: We just want everyone to be laughing at the end. Okay. There it is. No politics. In other words, okay. Okay. Now here's where we get. This is where the one time and guys vaccine, all this bullshit, we're going to have to, we, he mentions it. So the, We have to address it a little bit. It's not political. It shouldn't be political, but he's making it political. So here we go with his big takeaway. And Mr. Politics, who doesn't give a fuck about any party, is going to go on and give Jay shit about being about the the comedy and not about, you know, uh, political issues that, you know, exist in his stupid fucking head. So we've
1: got maniacs in our country who won't get vaccinated, (laughs) but you're just going to sit there and pretend like everybody's on the same team. Okay, good. Another fucking... Bullshit move. You know what? Fiddler while Rome burns. Yes. You know Jay Jay's what? In his seventies? How about fucking getting some balls? in your 70s and say, you know, maybe I don't have to have everyone on my side in show business. I'm going to come out and say, get vaccinated, you dumb fucking assholes.
0: (laughs) This guy who's been doing apologies forever since since the last in the last 11 years to try to get people on his side is now wanting people, other people to be rebels because it doesn't fit his his notion at the moment. Uh it's it's the it's the mandate of most of these shows to be entertaining and they know that people are fed the fuck up hearing about covid and vaccines and anti-vax and fucking what ivermectin and all this bullshit and whatever (laughs) you know so you're going to give him shit for doing what carson did for 40 years
2: it's times like this when i weigh it out in my head like would i rather hear marianne from brooklyn (laughs) hypoteric and ralph fight about bobo
0: yeah.
2: Or do I want to hear about vaccines and COVID and Wiggy's stance on it? Well, I'm going to take Marianne, Ralph, Hypotagoric, and Bobo because I'm sick of this shit. I come here for comedy. Yeah. Even if it's fake or scripted, that apparently that's all I can get. Right. But the last thing I want to hear is politics, COVID, or vaccine. Yeah, i just sick make of us this laugh. tired stories of. Of fake doctors, fake nurses calling in family members, people telling us their story. No, that's not what the show should be about. Mm-hmm. At least give us scripted fake whackpacker shit or yeah. phony phone calls with stupid fuckers. But don't don't preach to me on politics and medicine. That mm-hmm. that is not that is like my least favorite thing on this show. Because
0: that's something in like that I don't
2: talk about.
0: <laughs> you want a 79 telling yeah. you how to vote? <laughs> you're going to be looking at a, a voting booth going, huh? What? Where
2: am I? <laughs> Honestly, I'd yeah. rather have a 79 tell me how to wipe my ass than tell me about how to vote and how to get vaccinated.
0: Right. That's it.
2: I just don't yeah. want it. So yeah. tell me about you and be- And Beth. And what yeah. you're fighting about? Tell me about Robin's horrible TV shows. Tell me about your horrible TV shows and the yeah. two thousand hours you spend a year watching them. <laughs> but don't cabin. tell me what to do in my life. Please yeah. stop. Just
0: and this next. Tell clip, me about guys,
2: journaling and adventure journaling.
0: Oh yeah, totally. This next clip, guys, is about. Uh, Trump, but the only reason I'm playing it is because it shows his selective bullshit memory. So I'm gonna play it and then we'll if you guys you should already get it, but I'm gonna flesh it out. I love Donald. I,
1: I have no problem telling you before politics. I had got I'd gotten you know he was at my wedding we got such a yeah. kick out of him. He was such a character. And part of his character was he was this verbose, um kind of braggard. He he just he he was over the top. And it was fun. But when you become the president and you start to fuck with the system and say the the the, the election is rigged, uh,
0: people should, you know, overthrow the election, then it changes the relationship. OK, this is where I have to uh, unfor- <laughs> like I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm a fucking Canadian. I can't even vote in your election. So take it any way you want, guys. Fuck it. This is how it goes. Let's not re. Revisit history and do some revision. Sorry, let's not do revisionist history and act like you didn't spend the entire campaign year of 2016 rooting for Hillary, rooting for Hillary, Aang, and not giving a fuck about Hillary either, just wanting that fucking interview with her. That's all he wanted. He didn't give a fuck who was president. He never gives a fuck who's president until it affects him. So in this case, all he wanted was Hillary. He bet on her, and he wouldn't have Trump in. And at the, you would, I would have had every single candidate on the show. I would have had every single candidate running, and and that's the way it should be. Like give everybody their 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 platform. He didn't want to do that. It's not. so now to, for him to say, oh, because of you know things you did that the relationship changed. Fuck you. You decided. Fuck Donald. And then after the fact, when he decided, well, you didn't support me during my run, so fuck you. Why am I going to go on your show? Trump is like that with just about everybody who's gone against him. If you're against Trump, he's against you. Right or wrong?
2: Yeah, I mean, he spent probably the most boring two to three hours with any guest ever. Mm -hmm. With Hillary. With just old stories about Bill and hers love story. Yeah. And then to not, you know, if he did ask Trump to be on, I'm sure Trump was like, fuck that. All the shit you said about me. And now you want to have me on no fucking way. But I doubt that. I doubt that at all because he put all his marbles in Hillary's boat Mm -hmm. and that boat sank regardless of anything. Like, uh, the last thing I want to talk about is politics Yeah. because I'm anti-politics, period. But I will say this, that he did what he thought he had to do to stay in line with the A-list celebs. That's correct. He thought he was saying and doing whatever they wanted to hear because he is a true star fucker. Yeah. And that's how he will always run his life on the show. Right, right. So and, and that's so what he got. It, Yeah, this this is the bullshit.
0: Yeah. So, guys, it's not a political thing. It really isn't. It's more about let's be honest about what his his motivations for whatever he does. And it's all about himself. It's nothing to do with politics whatsoever. Um, The next one is uh, about, of course, he's got to bring up Ronnie and uh, more Ronnie bashing. And this is the first one. Jimmy fails. Number 16 fails to toe the bash Ronnie party line.
3: It would have been well, an occasional phone call on his birthday every once in a while, but, um. So yeah, we wanted to check in with Ronnie, and I always laugh because everybody's talking about Las Vegas like he's, um, you know, like he's moving
0: to the Mongolian desert or something like. That. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Las Vegas. Here's an, so this is an example of Jimmy defending Ronnie when he knows it could get him in shit with Howard, but Howard just desperate for some other people to knock Ronnie. And Jimmy will do it in a playful way, but Howard's not playful about it at all. He wants him to be a miserable prick.
3: It was, it was how hot it is. So yeah, it's hot for right. two months. It's nice the whole rest of the year. But I love the idea of Ronnie in Las Vegas. I wish there was a camera to capture every moment of Ronnie's new life there. And well, um, you're absolutely right,
1: because Ronnie, first of all, you were bad on the phone call. I have to give you a D minus. I was. Because, yes, oh. because <laughs> I was calling Ronnie so we could goof around about how hot it is there.
2: Jimmy grew up in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's going to defend Vegas. What the fuck oh, do yeah. you think? Oh, yeah. Wrong person to pick
1: here. Oh, t- totally. And you get on with Ronnie and you go, you know, what, Ronnie, I lived in Vegas. It's wonderful. And uh, don't worry about the heat. It'll dissipate by uh, the fall. Don't worry about it. And I was like, well, what fun is that? We can't make fun of Ronnie.
3: Isn't the heat the least interesting thing to make fun of about Las Vegas? I'm-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is unless you're this. Thank you, fucking, Jimmy. Unless you're this emaciated altercocker, cocker, you know, who fucking eats six almonds a day mm. and thinks he just had a steak dinner. Um, and this is goes with the next clip, sixteen A. Can't let go of the Ronnie Bashathon.
1: <laughs> Do you think he'll be um, he'll ha- be happy in Vegas?
0: I mean, he's never going to admit he's unhappy. This this insistence on on uh, trying to shit all over Ronnie, if this not isn't enough to show to Ronnie that you're you worked for a complete fucking asshole, nothing is.
2: Well, that and the fact that Ronnie was willing to get COVID tested and come to Wiggy's house in -hmm. New York when he was there in August and Wiggy refused to see him, but then immediately had like Jimmy Kimmel and his wife over and Mm -hmm. tested them and they were fine. But Ronnie, no, sorry, nothing personal because Wiggy has nothing personal about him. He's not a human, a human. He is some kind of fucking robot without emotions, without mm-hmm. any ties to people of any sort. Yep. And, yet, and if he's, he pretends yeah. to be.
0: Yeah. And if he's not hating, he doesn't feel anything. It's either rage or nothing. Next clip is called Jimmy siding with Ronnie over LV versus Florida.
1: Yeah, but I thought it was fun that we were walking on the, on the track. Uh, we walked <laughs> over to the high school when we got on the track and then it's called Ronnie for entertainment. And uh, but I thought I, I thought it would have been more fun to talk to him about how horrible the weather was and that it was one hundred twelve degrees that day. But you uh, you backed off that you were kind of kind to him, I thought.
0: Well, what a fucking prick. Like you. you first of all, you're back yep. on the high school that kicked you off. But I guess you're fine. if Kimmel's with you.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did they find another high school? Summer to- school must be over. He's like Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. I've been out combing the high school all day. Like it does it, I'm from there. It doesn't bother me. I can take 112
3: in Vegas. To me, 112 in Vegas, I take any day over 90 in
0: Florida. There's not even a, it's not even close. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Did he? Yeah. yeah i'm with jimmy on that i was in athens and i'll get metric on you guys um uh, 40 something degrees dry uh, like zero percent humidity and i walked six hours and probably should have got sunstroke i i I drank about i don't know fucking if if five liters of water and never pissed (laughs) that's how that's how much sweat that's how much like throughout the day that's how hot it was and uh and it was I could handle that way more than I can handle the hundred degree, hundred percent humidity and whatever heat in Florida. But you're you're a, you're a Florida resident part of the time. You tell me.
2: Yes, I love Florida. I love going down there. The humidity is rough. Like walking outside and within five seconds having like a full body sweat yeah. is rough in July and August. Yeah. But when you know weather in the Northeast, like I do. In, you know, zero degrees, 16 degrees, it, it, you just welcome it. It, You don't mind it. Oh yeah. Um, I think, I love that Jimmy is bashing Wiggy's Florida house in this (laughs) (laughs) because, you know, he prides himself on being like a part-time Floridian, even though he's always in New York, which we told you otherwise. So thanks. But. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a personal preference thing. Either you can take the humidity or you can't. Um, the Vegas heat is stifling. It causes asthma problems for some people. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But and the sand
2: and the dust. the same thing in Florida. It can cause asthma, too. And then you've got animals, like crazy animals down in Florida. I mean, we have snakes. We have... Iguanas, lizards, you name it. And you always got to keep an eye out for alligators when you're walking around ponds and stuff. So,
0: yeah. It's not just, to mention not to mention know. the mold, not to mention the, the humidity and the mold buildup in your house in your basement uh, because of that the the just the vapor. And then if you don't have a dehumidifier, you're fucked. Like you 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 do have to mind that. And growing up on the lake, on Lake Ontario, we had to, you know, we always had a humidifier in the winter and a dehumidifier going nonstop in the summer. So
2: yeah, well, to be fair, Florida can't have basements, it's built on sand. Yeah. So there's no basements in Florida. Okay. It's it's just the idea of most places have air conditioning. So yeah. you you live in the air conditioning, and you go out when you can. Yeah. You know, old people know better than to be down there during those months. That's why they're, you know, uh what are, uh, what are they called? Um shut-ins? Birds. Uh, <laughs> no, stop it. They're uh Christ. Damn my brain. But the, the Florida people know how to deal with the weather. Yeah. The last thing they want is cold. They don't mind the humidity. They just put up with it. It's, it's just one of those things. And if you know you're not for that climate, you go to Arizona. You go to Nevada. You
0: go to other places. Number 18, Jimmy and Wiggy
1: bonding over The Bachelor. Uh, I was talking about, we had a really nice time, you know, we do, we basically, what do we do? I don't even know. We just like talked. We, we watched some, did we watch any TV? I don't even think we did. did we? <laughs> we did. We watched the bachelor. <laughs> what a party. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You were, uh, you were watching the bachelor, but Molly and Beth
0: and myself, we wanted to all see it. So- right. The three women wanted to watch the bachelor. <laughs> they know none of them want to watch it, but they know they know King Baby has to watch it because he's such a fucking, he, you know, like he's that old bastard going. Man, it's seven thirty. I gotta watch Jeopardy.
2: Yeah, it's a bowling alley protocol.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Badly that you went along with it. Yeah, I didn't you brought you some boil sport. Yeah, you, you hadn't been following lunch. it. Yeah, That's me it was a, a Bachelor
0: Red at that time. It wasn't the Bachelor, right?
3: Yeah. Right, it was
1: the I bachelor. Remember
0: right.
3: me trying to drum up enthusiasm for watching Black Widow, right? Um, with the uh, with the ladies, I I, I approached it as like you guys like Scarlett Johansson, right? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> sure. like yeah, we should watch Black Widow instead. We wound up watching uh, the
0: reality version of Black Widow, The Bachelor. Uh, yeah, let's not watch uh, Scarlett Johansson's arse. On on st- on this big screen for an hour and a half. Let's watch mm-hmm. The Bachelor instead. So um, the next one is called Decontamination at Castle Gaskell, and, and uh, I got to tell you, I was so
1: fucking nervous when you were coming to the house because I am so weirded out by COVID. I so I don't want to get it. And Jimmy it and Molly funny. had to re- they had to they had to take a test before they got on the plane, uh, <laughs> flew out here, and then I had a a person come and uh, give us tests.
0: Before the they entered the house, yeah, the next- I love that he has a COVID tutor, a person. Yeah, I know a guy. Next morning, it's we easier to-,
2: to get into Australia than how
1: <laughs> <laughs> we quarantined them in their room. And then once your test came back negative, it was like this is so you great. You could move around. <laughs> yeah, like I could navigate in my own home. I was just like, uh, oh god.
2: I guarantee he made them wait in the car in their limo service until the test was like a 15 minute test probably or something. And then, right. Oh, okay. You're fine. But like, he doesn't realize like even on a plane, if it's a private plane, you could still be symptomatic in five days from then. So again, it's, it's his magical thinking versus science. and, all this bullshit we go through i don't want to get into vaccines i don't want to get into testing right but he is the least the 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 most clueless person yeah that you ever want to ask about anything scientific or anything related to this because he is such a hypocrite when it comes to all this and that's all i want to say
0: yeah we'll just drop it, it I know. Well, we just want to say one little thing. And basically, there's the two tests. There's the one that's the home test they call it, and then there's the 24-hour one, which I've had many times because every time my wife and I had to go in the hospital for treatment for her treatment. I had we had to make sure we weren't infecting people, and we were strict. We, we, uh, we, we've gotten the vaccines. We do all the shit. We do what we're supposed to do, and that product we follow protocols, and we go out. We go shopping, but we don't. Are we, have we curtailed some of our behavior? Yeah, of course. But we're not shut-ins by any means, and. Um, the uh, So the decontamination, if they just did that test, he, I, I guarantee they had someone do the proper test. Their houses, wherever they are, are big enough where they could go one wing and they could sequester them at the other and it wouldn't make a lick of difference. Yeah. It'd be fine. It shouldn't be an issue. So to be that scared of it at this point in time when you've been vaccinated well, is not an endorsement of the vaccine.
2: Even still, he probably has like a... 20-foot table where he sits at one end with Beth, and then Molly and Jimmy sit at the other end, <laughs> and they yell remember? across the table to each other.
0: Do you remember that Bugs Bunny episode where Sam's at one end, and every time he swears, like, uh, Bugs has got to mark it down, so he loses part of his fortune that's inherit he's going to inherit? So he just goes, uh, Sam. He screams to him, oh, how about the pepper? Pepper. <laughs> he starts swearing at He's yeah. going to go, what was that you said? That's the probably the table we're looking at. You're right. That's a great visual. I got to see if I can uh, Photoshop that. Number 20. How sad is it when your only friend is Jimmy Kimmel?
3: yeah but, uh, well leading up to that trip we were pretty nervous we were like we kind of i i was i was holding my breath i think all week it, with nervousness that we might somehow get covid <laughs> and, and bring it to you which would have been the worst thing that could ever happen i mean yeah. i don't know that our relationship would have survived that not? I, think I love you but i would i would have yeah, been pissed I, yeah that would have been the end of it
1: really <laughs> pretty much that. okay a little bit more yeah and, and and it's sad because you're like my only friend. So, uh, you know, <laughs> like, I, well, there goes another friend. Well, that's um, the end of
2: that.
3: So I always Andy say. Leno will call and I'll get another one. <laughs> I always. I,
2: okay. So I've got an idea for a Photoshop. It's Jimmy Kimmel tiptoeing on eggshells around Wiggy because he is the last person to offend him. He is the last person to tell him the truth. He's going to do everything he can to stay on his good side while taking all this shit from him and mm-hmm. taking all of these passive-aggressive jabs. And, you know, God forbid he give him COVID. Yep. Oh, my God. That would ruin our friendship. So, yep. Jim Jimmy knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I'm sure he lived in a bubble right before he went to Wiggies because he knew better. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, number twenty-one, more hero worship. Uh, Jimmy Stern is thirsty,
1: and also, um, uh, as much as I love Dave, I've, I'm I'm on the air longer than Dave now. And Letterman, he's talking about. By the way, guys, uh, you're still listening to me, so uh, I should be uh, your number one guy. You I should feel.
3: move up because Dave stopped doing his show. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> no. I'd love if we could have a weekend where we have some kind of a competition and um, then at the end like, <laughs> I who wins. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll fight Letterman for to be your favorite. That's it. <laughs> Maybe we could I'd... get that guy who got fired from Jeopardy to host it.
2: Even with Letterman's horrible legacy mm-hmm. of fucking interns on his couch in his office,
4: mm-hmm.
2: he will still come off better as Howard better than Howard in Howard's legacy after they both die.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah, there's just no way that even that that intern, that whole intern uh, debacle with Letterman. I don't think it's enough to torpedo his legacy at all. Yeah. Uh, number nope. 22. Uh, let's fuck on Ben Stern some more about total nonsense. And this is baseball related, guys. oh uh... Great thing, this. Uh, but where, where can I see? Where can I see? <laughs> They've been talking about, and they mentioned it earlier about this nineteen eighty six documentary about the, the World Series winning Mets. And Jimmy is producing it, or he's got some some stake in it, or he he wanted to. And he's talking about how. Um, you know, he he's, you know, got a lot of they're, you're going to they're going to start getting into Jimmy the mogul kind of aspect. And we discussed this many breakdowns ago where Jimmy mm-hmm. has a comedy club in Vegas and he has a restaurant or whatever. And he's got a couple of things and yep. he's trying to do this thing with a couple of the uh, NHL, like an N- ex-retired um, NHL goalie, like insurance for some kind of insurance company or what have you, Um I don't remember the ins and outs of it. You did a little bit more research on it, but it is in our, one of our breakdowns.
2: Right. We covered that. Jimmy was reaching out to different forms of, um, comedy, uh, up comedy, bars, restaurants, and now, yeah, producing. And now he's got a documentary, which is always the way to go. Like, the first name that comes to mind is Dave Grohl of mm-hmm. the Foo Fighters, who does tons of documentaries. He did Sound City. He did mm-hmm. a book. He did uh, a show to go along with it of you know his van life as a punk band yep. guy growing up. So that's kind of what you have to do as you age out a bit is – you know, you see it with a lot of the rappers, or like Rihanna. She does makeup and perfume. Yep. Like you can only put so many hit songs out, and then you have to reach out and do other forms of uh, the mogul business.
0: You have to Daddy did the
2: same thing. Yeah, it's just the way of the business. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: what has Howard done? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing. Immediately, uh, you should have put in the league, Howard. I know. You know what? You want to know something? That is one of my greatest regrets that if I had, I've said this before, if I had some sort of male influence in my life when I was young, like a mentor, when I, when I say a mentor, I mean like a father who even said to me, Hey, I like baseball. Let's go hit a few balls or something. I I would have liked to have played sports. I think I just, I didn't know from it. You know what I mean? I just didn't know about any of it. I, my father never watched baseball
0: with me or anything, you know? (laughs) Okay. Hold on for a minute. I'll see if I have the clip. I just, uh, yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay. The stuttering is off the charts. It's a huge lie with his dad. His dad loved Ellen. His mom loved him only Mm -hmm. for attention. Where the dad's love for Ellen was true, I believe it was Daddy's little girl kind of syndrome. Yeah. Uh, minute, this this is just. For a, oh, for a minute
0: ridiculous. there, I thought you meant ahead I thought you, meant. ahead. I thought you meant, thought you meant Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I was a little kid, yeah, he just slowed it down. When I was a little kid, my dad would take me to ball games. I would sit there with my hands over my head. I was so scared of getting hit by a ball.
0: Like there you go. I mean, this guy talks out of yeah. so many sides of his mouth. No wonder he can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> we can't pronounce what was the word <laughs> he fucked up earlier?
2: <laughs> Matric. <laughs> well, there's the
0: Matrush. other one that I. The other one that I. Uh, uh, no, I'm stupid. No, I'm seventy nine. I can't remember. My
2: Diminish. Name is, um, yeah. Diminish.
0: Anyway, so there you go. Ben Stern didn't do anything. Yeah, he took you to a baseball game, you're scared of little shit, and you never went back, and that's it's Ben's fault you're a, a freakishly afraid, fearful asshole. Um the next one is called uh work ethic confounds wiggy and makes him look like the lazy piece of shit that he really is. I was on the phone with LL Cool J um asking him if we could use your
3: use his music um in the, in the documentary. Yeah. We got a lot of great, you know, that's part for me. That was a lot of the fun because I was like a, you know, I was a wedding DJ in 1986 and, uh, and, uh, working in top 40 radio. And so that was, uh, it was fun to, I wanted to make sure that the songs were really specific to that year. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything about that, but okay.
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
2: again like jimmy was digging in early in on his career well what did wiggy do he started a fight with everybody including soupy sales imus wolfman jack you name it like anybody he could steve Dahl.
0: man he just
2: lambasted the fuck out of people and he thought that was his way to succeed Mm -hmm. and then then he's got to come back and apologize about all these awful things he said earlier in his life and be like, I was out of my mind, but I'm evolved now. So don't worry about it. I'm all good. Well, yeah. And these people and- are dead. They can't even fucking defend themselves. Fuck <laughs> off, you <laughs> prick. It's true.
1: You know, Jimmy made me look bad in front of the ladies. I was just sitting what there on vacation. Well, I was sitting there on vacation trying to relax and, you know, try to look Not someone hard to do the women. And Jimmy all of a sudden goes... Yeah, got to go in the other room. I got to go call LL Cool J to get clearance for my new documentary. And I'm like, uh-oh, I got to show my wife that I got something going on in show business.
0: I go, yeah, I got to go make some calls, too. Literally, <laughs> I was calling, calling my DMC. mother. Okay, on one hand, I should give him credit for being honest and and and, find, and blurting out that he has nothing going on. Like, he really has this radio, this podcast this shitty podcast that he does and no other business going on, even though he has a production company. And, but at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, why would you debase yourself on your own airwaves and, and bring up that story when it makes you look like a, uh, like a, just a witless, no work ethic asshole.
2: Well, it connects him to somebody who is star fucking correctly. Mm -hmm. And it gives him clout, which he's thirsty for.
4: Mm-hmm. So
2: he's connected to a guy who knows guys. It's always that I know a guy thing. I know a guy who talks to LL Cool J. So he's still like star fucking from a distance.
0: Let's okay. Is he, is he passive aggressively, possibly, telling Jimmy, don't tell me what you're doing because it's going to make me feel upset. It's gonna min- It's gonna make me feel like a, like I'm, I'm completely <laughs> yeah. out of the business. If you do your business around me, so don't do it again. And he's doing it on the air, so because he can't do it face to face.
2: That makes total sense. He's putting Jimmy in his place in a in a passive aggressive way. Yes. Um, there's there's so many angles to look at this from, oh, and yeah. I just want to. Remind everybody, the reason we're covering so much of this is Jimmy was on for two hours and 15 minutes this day.
0: Massive. On
2: the 14th of September. Yeah. And he leaned on him so hard. And Jimmy yep. can't say no or hang up or be like, no. I got to go. He has to set aside this time for Wiggy. Oh, yeah. And um, Wiggy got his money's worth, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he makes d- whatever, $1,000 <laughs> an hour now.
0: Very
1: bad. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy's constantly busy, even though he's on vacation. He's he's like a mogul or something. He's
0: well, he's got know. so many projects, you know, he never really can take time off. And what's what's cut off here accidentally? I, I should have left it in. was Jimmy immediately said, guys, what's with the he? He third person. I'm here. Talk to me. <laughs> Next clip, guys, is called more ego projection from insecure king, baby.
1: I, I think it takes a secure man. <laughs> to have guest hosts, but for for example, I was off for the summer. I had medicated Pete fill in for me. Look how secure I was. <laughs> but don't you have you ever been to a
0: therapist or psychiatrist? Because you know I'd go. <laughs> That's the funniest part. He would never have a guest host that he thought was any t- any good uh, take over his show because he was always he'd always be afraid that they'd want them more. He th- he was afraid he'd be found out, basically.
2: Right. That's why they had to cancel the back office radio, Robbins, the chatter. Well, that was a whole nother problem. That no, was shit, shit. Yeah. And, he, and the wrap up show, they had to tame down the wrap up show because they were too entertaining with callers and things they would say with clips.
0: And guests. Fuck, they got guests. They had, remember they had and Ralph yeah. Macchio on and he was like, oh, what, what the hell is he doing on there? And then karate, uh, sorry, Cobra Kai became a hit. He's like, why didn't I get that guest? Well, you, you passed on him. You're fucking idiot. That's the only reason he gets into the wrap-up show is he was yeah. they was pitched to fucking Wiggy and he's like, no, I would interview Ralph Macchio in a fucking heartbeat.
2: You got it. That show's a hit. I I have gotten into that show in the last season only because my son watches it and I was like, all right, I'll check it out because I know I'm familiar with the movies. right. And it's you know, it's cheesy in the beginning, but you you yeah. kind of succumb to the cheesiness and you're like, All right, here's a story, let me get into the story. And it's it's not a soap bad opera.
0: It's for, a soap opera. You know, opera.
2: family entertainment. Yeah, it's that's what it is.
0: You're yeah. right. Uh, I was in it from the ground up and I was totally, I was totally looking to bash it and go like, this is going to be a bullshit nostalgia thing, but they hit all the right notes, the way things could have gone wrong. They just didn't. And hopefully they will be smart and wrap it up after the next season and uh, make the next one, the last one, because they're, they're kind of going in circles with some of the tropes and, and uh, at either rate, this isn't Cobra Kai review guys. We'll go into that another time. We'll save that for another (laughs) episode of, of something else. Ancillary show.
2: But, hey, Ralph Macchio, if you want to come on and talk about being on the wrap-up show, we'd love to hear your stories. And (laughs) another similar show is Ozark. You know, Ozark knows when to finish it. I won't get into Dexter because that will just make me too sad. But Ozark is doing a great show, and they know what they're doing, and they're going to finish it up in the right time frame. Just like Breaking Bad, just like Better Call Saul, other great shows, highly, highly recommend
0: In the meantime, is Dexter, the new Dexter, uh, making up for that last two seasons of Dexter originally that, uh, hell no,
2: hell no. They found a second way to fuck us over. (laughs) If that was even possible, they made (laughs) us wait 15, 10, 15 years to fuck us again. So yeah. Thanks showtime. Fuck you. Scott Reynolds. That's sad. Clive. Clive. Okay. So
0: let's continue.
1: And yeah. you try to figure out, as a performer, there must be a tremendous desire to have an audience and to have people looking at you and laughing and, and desiring, uh, you know, to desiring you and this and that. So if you really walked away, and I consider you much healthier than me, but if you really walked away, don't you... Okay, let me play this through, guys. Sorry. I think there'd be some hole there that would need to be filled. I mean, th- that you would feel... Empty in some way, not
3: having your audience. I don't, I don't really have that. Never, uh, you know, people do think I, like I intended, like my dream was to host a late night talk show. And it's just not true. I mean, if I'd been a writer on David Letterman show, I would have been thrilled. I would have been very excited by that. That would have been more than enough for me.
2: Yeah. It's a total projection. Mm-hmm. The only black hole is Wiggy with his black hole son connection to Soundgarden and Chris yeah. Cornell. Yeah. And his crush on him. So, yeah, Wiggy's got the black hole. Jimmy doesn't. Jimmy knows how to live. Yeah,
0: Story it's it, it it must be it must be tiring. It must be tiresome to have to um like constantly feed this guy's ego and there's never enough like you cannot do fill. he's never going to be able to fill in that void in his and no matter how successful he ever gets he's never going to be satisfied he's never going to be big enough popular enough good looking enough anything um free enough and ultimately uh to be who he wants to be and uh that's gonna i i take some pleasure in schadenfreude uh, I take some a little bit of pleasure that he is going to be miserable until he dies.
2: Absolutely, that's one of the few things that brings me joy with him. Yeah. And if you ever listen to Beef on his show, all she does is like, be like, "Oh, you look so handsome today. Oh. oh, look at you. You look so cute. I love that look," <laughs> or whatever bullshit. Like she right. totally derails him with her comments about his looks or. Anything like you did so good when you talked to your mom. I was so proud of you. Like, just fuck off with your baby voice and your <laughs> bullshit fawning over this old vulture.
0: Somebody posted in our Facebook group an old picture of him and her kissing in a pool. And it really looks like Grover kissing Ava Gardner or something. You're like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like a Muppet. Oh, no, Don, no, 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 no. music.
2: Stop it! Don't ruin Ava Gardner's name that way. She okay. is a two-bit Pittsburgh whore who found her way into New York somehow. Ended up at a dinner. Cabbie and Ralph promoted her, and boom, she's in just like okay. that. Because but I'm using she, I'm using she knew extreme, how to cater. Hold
0: on hold on, her I'm, using an extreme, I'm using an extreme example to show the, the difference in, in uh, like she might be a Pittsburgh 6 or 7 let's say, let's be realistic, a Pittsburgh 7 um, you know, and maybe when she had six. a cock she was better looking um, but then when he when you, you look at Howard, there's no rating low enough to look at this guy no matter how you dress him up <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, people look at Tinder yeah. and they call it, what is it? What does it swipe right on Tinder? Is that how it works?
2: left or right? I don't know. I don't do Tinder. I
0: okay? don't either. But I I know that's there's got to be people that, that's that, not that not there's to be people in your life that do. Anyway, suppose you swipe left to keep the profile and swipe right because you look at the guy's picture and you go, "Hold oh, fuck no," <laughs> you know what I mean? And to, to know that he's an instant. Yeah. Swipe. <laughs> if he's in that, you know. Uh, it's not even a thought. Well,
2: what, what was the town he was in uh, high school in where all the blacks were that he claims?
0: Oh, well, Roosevelt. originally well, What then, was the yeah. town? In... Rockville Center yeah. was where he moved to. He's
2: a Roosevelt. No, he's My, a Roosevelt. Too. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I'm being so generous. He's a Roosevelt, too.
0: Yeah. His and dad if made wants...
2: money, so he gets the two.
0: Right. And guys, if anybody's interested, okay, I'll give you like roughly I'm a Smith's Falls seven. Uh, (laughs) I'll be honest. I don't think I was dealt an awful hand, but I don't look like a Shrek either. So uh, but in certain company, yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm no looker (laughs) compared to some of these twinks that he likes, I suppose. The next clip is called uh, Email and Joke Writing Scares Darth Kermit. And you were talking about how you're good friends, you know, you're friendly
1: with him, blah, blah, blah. And, I go, and, he, and you were like, you guys should really be friends because he's into animal rescue and you guys are into it. And, and I said, yeah, I said, I've known John for years, but I don't know. And then as soon as you got home, you emailed me and John and put us on the same email chain. And you guys started going back and forth. And I went, I'm so bad with email. I know Jimmy's trying to get us all together. That's John Stewart, by the way. They're here in this email chain, which was very nice of you. But I'm terrible with that email. Everybody's sitting there cracking jokes and stuff. I go crazy from email. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) Because he doesn't have a joke writer for his email.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No. He needs an email tutor to be funny. Oh, that scares the shit out of him, trying to be witty on an email forget it's it. It's just
0: too, it's too much work. Guys, we're going into September 15th, a lot of short clips, and we'll get through all of them. Um, the first one is called, and I don't know why it went like this, but either way, uh, hold on, let's see what we got here. Number one, Calgon and Jim Meyer, Take Me Away. <laughs>
1: When my alarm went off this morning, I was like, that's it. I'm retiring. I'm done. <laughs> you know, the guy who used to run this joint, you know,
0: Sirius and Jim. This is the guy you tune into in the morning to give a little spring in your uh, you step.
2: <laughs> no. Forget it. I remember, you came to me. Let's and said, remember ready. who we're talking about yeah i said
1: real because he's the same age and uh he was like i'm gonna retire and i was like yeah well what about me he goes well, why are you telling keep- me i have to stay <laughs>
0: right why do i have to stay and you get to retire and he was- oh, fuck's sake <laughs> rhetorical question it's all about him ed yeah what about me um well you don't want to retire you can't retire um maybe even like uh i mean if, but let's put, let's put it to you this way: If if um, Sirius said we're going to part company, we have your archives, we don't watch anymore, your content's shit, and you're actually costing us listeners now and subscribers. What do you think he would do?
2: Oh shit! His pants. He <laughs> would have a fucking conniption. To quote my grandmother, he his brain would not function. He'd have to no. call Don Buckwald. And be like, Don, you got to fix this. I need to be on the air. Right. I need to be relevant, mm-hmm. which is so ridiculous just saying that. Yeah. But yeah, I can only wish that would happen. That would be like Christmas times a million for me oh, if yeah. they said that to him.
0: <laughs> <Are you laughs> what, kidding? More, more specifically, what would <gasps> Beth, what would Beth do if he got shit canned?
2: Oh, well, after hitting the Adderall, the wine and the Lucky Charms, it would be, you know, her shitting on the wall, just like a cat, pretty much. (laughs) Fuck. She, I don't know. She probably claimed to go gay with like uh, Allie Wentworth or some bullshit.
0: By the way, I recently saw Allie Wentworth with um, Mariska Hargitay. Or oh, I heard her. I, I my wife was watching it on some show, and uh, she was the most obnoxious person ever. And I loved her show, Headcase, on Stars. I think that's the network it was on. I actually thought it was a lot of fun, but listening to her bullshit for any talk show appearance, she's insufferable. Ali Wentworth and he he worships her because i think he makes i think she wiggy thinks he'd like to look like Allie wentworth if he decides to go trans finally um and she's what he would look like or would yeah, want to maybe. be like outgoing <laughs> that kind of thing boisterous and seemingly funny
2: oh he's just using her to get to george stephanopoulos her oh, husband big time yeah that's his twink du jour so oh yeah he yeah. fuck
0: he, Have he what you the, want with that he wants to lick his Galactoburico. Uh, let's continue, guys. Like, you know what? <laughs> People need
1: you. They don't need me. And I went, yeah, maybe you're right. I, I mean, not that they don't need you, but I I hear you. You know, we got a lot of fans. and It would be weird to <laughs> we
0: got a lot of fans. Uh, but I woke up. My alarm woke me up. Weird. <laughs> I'm bummed out um number you clipped all
2: these by the way wait it's the beginning of the show and he's so deflated at the beginning of the show (laughs) i just love that i know we're in for a good day when i hear that deflated voice of oh i'm here guys
0: imagine i had a bad
2: night's sleep and
0: Imagine a sports analogy, Go okay? The, Philly, the Flyers are playing, I don't know, the Capitals in, in Philly. And right at the National Anthem, the Flyers just drop their sticks and walk off. <laughs> That's the equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> Skate off, rather. Well,
2: Number, on to yeah. be honest, the way they're playing right now, they should walk off the ice. They got they their had, first win tonight in like 13 games.
0: I know. They don't had, get
2: me started on the Flyers, please. I cannot.
0: Oh man, Bob they, and they, they, I they,
2: talk about him because he likes to.
0: Yeah, they they look so. People prom- don't
2: want to hear about it.
0: Let's no. It. I know they look so promising though. initially, I thought this was going to be their season, but I guess not. Um, number two, when Ray didn't put sunscreen on my arse. You know, because my mm-hmm. mom,
1: I, which used to take me to Jones Beach and Point Lookout here on Long Island, when you know I was a kid. I, put, I don't remember putting any suntan lotion. Nobody on me, put on else. sunscreen back no. then. It came, I it was like a fucking lobster.
0: Nobody gave a shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Um, number three. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, please.
2: Well, just remember this. We're talking about the early '60s. Yeah. I know sunscreen was a thing, but it wasn't that popular. It's not yeah. like nowadays. God no. It it was it was for rich people, and they weren't that rich. But for him to really. complain about that shit, like fucking shut the fuck up.
0: I don't think I put suntan lotion on until I was 17. <laughs> I didn't even know. Like just, oh, you mean peeling your skin isn't natural <laughs> after after getting burnt?
2: We uh getting burnt was like a sign of pride. Yeah. And you know, it was like, look how much sun I got. I'm yeah, super totally. cool. Totally. You know, the eighties was a whole different thing. I was wait, putting wait. bleach and sun in my hair back then. Come on. Wow
0: move on uh, yeah number th- number three tanning means low iq except for beefus what
2: the heck is wrong with you
0: <laughs> don't they
1: say you have a 102 iq and you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about you sound like an idiot sometimes <laughs> what's with your tan dude I'm talking about Whoa. sunscreen what'd you what's going on are you bronzing what are, what the hell you're so dark well, it's, it's funny you should say that Howard. when i meditate i i, I meditate outdoors so. yeah well dude put some sunscreen on you look yeah ridiculous. Sure. i did have uh I did have melanoma. <laughs>
0: okay. Was it, was it before or after you had a pneumonia? Uh, an pneumonia. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> well, just be aware that Wiggy's face has never been rosier and tanner than since he spent three months in the summer in Florida. And now he's spending another three months there. Hmm. That's six months in Florida. Do you think he's going for a Florida tax write-off?
4: Oh, if that's you exactly spend right. yeah. six
2: months and a day in Florida living there, you can claim that as your home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and he's super tan. He he is not pale by any means. So for him to give shit to these other people on staff and them not to fight back, fuck him.
0: Oh yeah, uh, number four glitch. We always need at least
1: one though, of them. You know what it is. I look better with a tan, and you know what? Look at these people. They never look better with a tan. No, they look weird. Yeah, like, Sal, you don't look any, you look odd. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is. I guess it's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love those. (laughs) These days you have to actually work.
2: Yeah,
0: you have to work to get those. Number five, Wiggy knew a guy who.
1: Eyes play tricks on us. We Man, I look so good with my tan. And they never look good. Right. There was a dude I knew this guy loved to fucking tan. (laughs) I mean, so tan. It was like like as dark as tan, mom, you know? Right. And it it was I mean, people just walk around talking about this guy. It was he was such a good and he thought
0: he looked great. He did. (laughs) Look at you. Stay away from the Hawaiian tropic, guys. Uh, Number six. Robin has a friend who.
4: A hug today.
0: That's right. Yeah, well, drink. the other guy called about the pennies because uh, I have a friend who, <laughs> you know, she didn't like her mother when she was <laughs> alive. But now her mother leaves pennies for her.
1: Don't... <laughs> How generous. <gasps> oh, <yeah. laughs> what am I gonna do with that? My God. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Don't you immediately dismiss anything he or she says? As soon as they say, I have a friend, too.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's like,
2: oh, here we go. Fantasyland.
0: Right. <laughs> if, if you collected all of his friends, they could overthrow any sovereign country. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like army ants going into the Ukraine. Um, yeah. Number seven, only Wiggy could make a eulogy about himself, star-fucking. So let me say a couple of words about Norm, for God's sake. And guys, yes, of course, this is old news. We covered it, and we I think we did an amazing job. I'll pat myself on the back. That's one of my favorite episodes because it featured all really good um, Norm clips. And uh, please check it out before. If you if you have to stick to one episode of QF, even though we have so many nice ones uh, and really really amazing ones, I think that's one of the first you should go to just to get a a flavor of um, of uh, Norm. First of all in uh, clips you may not have heard before. And also just, you know, a way to do reverence without <laughs> making it about yourself. So I'll tell you what happened
1: for me. I was uh, taking a walk with my wife yesterday after the show and uh, uh, David Spade texted me. He said, Oh, terrible about Norm. I didn't know what he was. Ta- I assumed he was talking about, um, you know, Norm McDonald because those guys work together on Saturday night live and they're close. So I go, what happened with Norm? I didn't get a text back right away. So I okay, next part. called him and he told me that Norm had died. And I was like, oh God, it just seemed so weird. Now, I didn't know Norm um, personally. I mean, I never hung with Norm. I never um, have spoken to him privately on the phone or anything like that, but I, I did feel a closeness to him because he'd been on the show so many times couple of times over the years, you, you remember when Norm was on Saturday Night Live, he used to do this uh, Bob Dole impression. Center. Yeah, go ahead.
2: <clears throat> uh, you felt comfortable to Norm because of Artie, you fuckhead, Artie was the one who came in with him, and Norm practically handed him on a plate to you. But God forbid, you know, you get to know the guy anymore beyond that. You just took Artie, you took his scraps, basically. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. You know, he's had him on many times. But like when Norm took took it up with Wiggy that he was encouraging Artie's addiction,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Norm was pretty much written off at that point. That was it. No more yep. for him.
0: Well, he did, he did make appearances after that, but um, not, nearly as, uh, not nearly as prolific with the visits as he had been before then. Um, but either way, he had gone to a show for one of Norm's shows and was backstage. So if you're not close to the guy, you don't get backstage and you don't mingle with him and stuff like that. So to say you don't know him or you don't know of him or whatever, and the connection with Sam Simon and Norm – And whoever else, I mean, Christ say, and then Saget with with Stamos and the connection of Norm. I mean, it's six degrees of Norm separation. And and, uh, in this case, and he was such a big fan of Howard um, and up until the very end, I believe. And so it's just the shittiest of eulogies, not the shittiest one he's done, but pretty bad.
2: Also, notice in the beginning of this, David Spade had to tell him about Norm. Yeah. Just like Pat Monahan had to tell him about Bob Saget. He Bingo. always has to star fuck with a name drop. Mm-hmm. And he even begged for celebrities pretty much in our last show to, uh-huh. uh, it was probably in the Bob Saget one that's on Patreon for you guys mm-hmm. who haven't heard it yet. Yeah, but it's on the it's on the app as well. He was begging for celebrities to contact him and let him know when celebrities die, because he he'd rather find out from a celebrity. And Robin <sighs> even called him on it. And he still said, like, yeah, I want I want celebrities to tell me like he can't get a fucking Google alert on his own. He needs someone famous to call him so he can name drop on the air. That's such bullshit.
0: You can't you can't just go into the BBC dot com app. And like the BBC app or the Reuters app and find this out yourself, you fucking idiot. Well, if you don't care about news, I guess you wouldn't. So um, number eight is called weirdness times four. He always felt with Norm.
1: And I, I was asking my wife about this. I remember the only night that I had with
0: Norm was I went to see he was performing stand up somewhere. I don't even. OK, now hold on. I'm going to do I'm going to do a, an ooh. I'm going to do this sound every time we have weird. Oh, <laughs> OK okay
1: so here we go remember where because i have no memory but uh i was there and i i said to my wife i think norm was appearing with dave Chappelle. i think i went to see the both of them but i don't even know if that's right but i remember i went to see norm and it was weird because i wasn't even aware (laughs) that norm was a stand-up at that point it was many years ago and okay we'll go into it guys a little more he had a Nice. he was funny as hell on stage and uh it was weird too because I had never seen Norm outside of the radio studio, and there he was being professional, like he was, you know, getting ready to go on stage. And and uh, it was it was so weird you saw because him I backstage. Yeah. yeah, this club was so small. From what I remember, there was almost not a backstage. It was like huh? Norm was just standing on the side waiting to go on. And stand-up comedy, so. Get ready. Weird. Like some of these clubs are (laughs) just so dinky that there's nowhere to even to like just walk out with some dignity and come out from backstage, you know,
0: but what a fucking idiot. He did stand up in the interim between NBC and um, K-Rock. (laughs) When he got shit canned, (laughs) he should know exactly what that's like. But, oh, well, 1986. Um, Let's continue with the next clip. Uh, Robin's cunty baby gorilla mention. Forget Norm was the Mm. guy. But Artie to the show.
1: I remember uh, that completely. Which I thought was very generous
0: of Norm. At the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, No. Yeah. Well, Norm was really Okay, now the people were asking why this was such a big deal Number one, he mentions Artie he, Artie's been scrubbed from the show to the point where he's not yeah. even in older clips that they put on their fucking app on the YouTube channel uh, So don't think don't think that's not a, a big deal at all Second of all, the cuntiness was at the time, it was a great thing and she's basically saying but it ended badly So she has to shit on Artie's departure not talk about what good he was for the show and how good he was for the show
2: right basically it was her saying well he was the fuck up and he cost us like it was bad on their part because of him Mm -hmm. like for the time what what the fuck i mean come on does she not recognize anything and i think she's only saying this because she wants to kiss Wiggy's ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason. She has no opinion of her own. She knows Artie came to her bedside after her cancer operation. Mm-hmm. She loves Artie deep down, but she had to say this. And that's how broken she is as a person, how mm-hmm. compartmentalized she can be with her MPD. Oh, that yeah. she will say one thing to Howard and then she'll go and turn it. And if Artie ever confronted her, called her, emailed her that she would respond to, Mm -hmm. she'd be like, oh, no, I was just saying that because that's what I thought Howard wanted me to say. Oh, yeah. Or wanted to hear. Yeah. So two-faced
0: she's spineless oh. she's she's just as spineless as howard is and i mean uh, you want an example when stuttering john left for the tonight show and he'd been he and he explained she told him you got to do what you got to do and howard's not treating people right and da, 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 da. and i believe john on this aspect because his story has never changed and uh and it 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 sounds like Robin but then on the last day for him to for her to go and talk shit about him and how can you leave this show and you know this cutting edge show and you're going with the competition or whatever it's not competition first of all and he was pissed because he, she should have kept her mouth shut that would have been the mensch friend thing to do but she couldn't because Um, she knew he was first of all going to mention that he had she had talked with him about it and Howard didn't know anything about it. So he would have been pissed at her for not putting him in the know about it when she knew.
2: Also, she had that famous kiss with him. So they had Mm -hmm. some degree of intimacy, Mm -hmm. something. They went out to lunch. They went out to dinner. They did stuff together. Yep. And then for her to turn on him the way she did. When he cut ties, it was all because of Howard. Mm -hmm. It was all to make him happy. Whatever she did, she did because she follows the money. Yep. She doesn't follow loyalty. She doesn't follow human emotions. That's her MPD talking. Yep. And it's just sad. You know, it is actually Artie and Stuttering John were beloved on the show for so long. Mm -hmm. And then when they left, the show kind of just fell apart. Mm -hmm. In so many ways, whether it was stuttering John or him or some people say Jackie, some people Mm -hmm. say Billy West. Mm
4: -hmm. But it's
2: just there's there's a common theme here that we can't ignore and we have to point out. And then when we hear hypocrisies like this of her talking badly, even if it's just a slight cunty remark of, well, for that time, Mm -hmm. like, fuck off, woman. Completely unnecessary. I'm sorry. I've tried to defend you. Robin, damn it, you just, you have given me nothing to defend about you. Yeah. You know, I, I want to have sympathy for you and your cancer. I want to have sympathy for you and your waking. I want to have sympathy for you as a woman on a show surrounded by men who hate women and mm-hmm. talk so badly about them. I'm talking to you, Fred and mm-hmm. Howard and, of course, everybody else. But mm-hmm. she's given me nothing to defend her on. So right. anybody out there who thinks that we're misogynist, we're not. I'm a woman. I want to <laughs> defend women when they deserve it.
4: <laughs> three, but three, tune in to the
2: bagel, the bagel Saga marathon of Robin's <laughs> 15 Foundation coming up soon. Because there's just nothing to defend about these people. Two,
0: my two 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 thirds of the principal co-hosts on this show are women so i must have some pimp hand or (laughs) or you know i don't know what it is if i if if this is such a misogynist show (laughs) this next clip we're going to play is actually wiggies on the fly ass fucking non-joke the only i think if
1: i ever die which i won't i'm not allowed to The Iron Sheik would say, "I will fuck you in the ass and make a man out of you (laughs) and humble you."
0: (laughs) Yes, Tom. Tom wants to say, "What the fuck? What does that have to do with anything?" (laughs) It always goes back to gay. I guess. Um, Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be the ass fuck joke.
0: I don't know. Totally. So the next clip, guys, is Kermit's "Bang a Clock," so Darth Kermit's "Bang a Clock" song, which is is excruciating. In theory as it is in reality So you just listen for yourself
1: Yeah well I collaborated with Donnie Donnie went in the studio made it good <laughs> This was my version by the way It's like you know. it's okay Sweet love it's been a day or two Since I've been Inside of you We don't say fuck We don't say screw It's bang a tonight When making
0: love just sounds too clean. Fuck. Ladies, are you dripping yet? (laughs) No.
2: No, Not even close.
0: Okay. Donnie V,
2: stop it.
0: Yeah. Stop it, Donnie
2: V. You are not doing us a service.
0: Exactly. So he does a cover of this, and this is what the cover sounds like. And, of course, cover lover can never have enough covers. Yeah. So
1: thank you, Donnie. Uh here's a cover of my song Bang a Clock.
0: Am I alone in thinking w- was there anybody in 2022 that didn't think weren't they dead? <laughs> Like, no, you're thinking of Great White, burned to burned to death almost. Um, and so he, this is yeah, we're we're all of a sudden back in 1988, <laughs> guys.
3: it's been a day or two since i've been inside
0: of you oh fuck it i'd rather go back to my fucking uh heartbreak station or long cold winter album or tesla albums before i go back to this shit so let's go with number 13 and try to tie this one up into a nice little bow nappy time you know i I mean i have important things to do this afternoon
1: like for example i have to take a nap okay Jesus Christ. I for, <laughs> yesterday I napped for like an hour and a half. Beth, Beth called the um the mortician. She thought I passed. <laughs> hoped, hoped.
2: They had to come and put a mirror under your nose to Wishes. see
0: I love to nap. <laughs> all those years of having oh to hear God. I have meetings after work. I have to fucking I have work to do. And you know he was just all, like fetal position on his sofa in his uh. in wherever his fucking office. Go ahead.
2: We just need him to take the forever dirt nap. That's all I can say
0: all big time Um, there's a couple more clips but there's one more clip but we're not going to play it it's just about how he has endless uh, amount of TV time and we're going to leave it at that because this is already a pretty long episode guys we hope you've enjoyed it we love you guys Uh, these are going to come out uh, in more uh, faster succession because we have a lot to catch up on but thankfully because of Patreon we're putting some of that content there that we know is going to get blocked on YouTube so uh, if you want uh, extra stuff we're going to promo it on the regular shows and on the Facebook page Page of course and it will eventually i'm gonna have a master list of episodes on patreon that i'll put into a a pin on facebook so if anybody wants to know what's on there uh again it'll it'll be there the as for the regular youtube channel loads of playlists now everything's going in a a, a playlist of its own Uh, 15 foundation the npd stuff the breakdowns are all in their own separate playlists so just check a little further into the channel and you'll see them there so any closing words my dear
2: Just thanks to all the great people who have been helping me out in the morning. Love you guys. You know who you are. I appreciate it so much. You've been there for me when I have to drive, when I have to take phone calls, and I won't forget it. Thank you so much. Um, Otherwise, thanks, Fillmore, for all you do. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.
0: And a special shout out to uh, our ex-law enforcement, uh, uh, one of our ex-law enforcement fans, Terry Lambert, new member, and uh, could not be more gracious and in his in his praise and lavish in his praise. So welcome aboard, Terry. And um, Sarah Washington, a big hug for you, my dear. Um, we love you guys. Take care.
2: I want children. Oh, no.
0: Oh.
3: <laughs> Can want, you stop this? I'm going to poke a hole in all your rubbers
1: tonight. <laughs> oh, you fuck. I want to have the Stern Empire. Can't we stop talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Grandma
4: Stern. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want another grandson.
1: Grandma Stern, how are you? I know you got hit by a car and died. Are you talking from heaven? Are you Grandma? talking to me from heaven? Oh, I'm a
4: sugar truck here. <laughs>